Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. It's the Normies Like Us 6th Annual Spooktacular. Get ready to be spooked, scared, tricked, and treated as your hosts break down what they've been up to before the end of the spookiest time of the year. Happy! Happy Halloween, Nomies! <laughs> the body of this saintly priest is an instrument. You know my work. Life hands you lemons. Make lemonade? No. Voila! Still alive. As I said, class, this story is nothing but an urban legend. <laughs> You heard it up top. It is the end of the spooky season, and that means one thing on this podcast. Well, actually, it means something special that we've done six times. That's right. We're talking our sixth annual Normies Like Us Spooktacular with your host, uh, Creepy Colin. Um, Morgish Mike. <laughs> and this is jolly jacob jolly Ooh. this is halloween i say like I not think of a j jack off halloween. jacob jack off jacob jeepers yeah jeepers that's good jacob yeah i like that your spooky voice is the snl voice that's great. <laughs> it really is it's pretty similar yeah yeah. Beware of Pete Davidson. Yeah. Monster Mash. That's our musical hey, guest. Wow. David S. Pumpkins. I wish. I wish. <laughs> right, I love right? it. I love all those things. I love all those things because they are, of course, spooky things. And we're here talking. The end of our year. Spooky wrap-up spooktacular. Where, wow. uh, you know, we go through, we... we do all horror-themed episodes this entire month long, normies. You listened along. You heard us talk mm-hmm. about them. But now we're wrapping up. We're talking about the spooky, creepy, Halloween-y things that we got up to. And if you're watching right. along, uh, my co-host just showed very creepy, spooky, cool Halloween shirts that they're both wearing. Yes, Jacob has That's a Halloween right. shirt. And I have a Halloween you shirt. A Japanese Mine's Japanese. Because I went and visited a cursed cooler. house. No, 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 oh. hardly. But uh, yeah, we did, uh, you know, it's our sixth annual. It's going to be a sixth, sixth sesh, as it were. Oh. Uh, and uh, yeah, we did the decades. We did 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, Exorcists, Friday the 13th, the original, Candyman, and uh, the Juon. And now it's the ensemble, the anthology, as it were, the spooktacular. We go over everything we've done. Colin, I think, kicked this off, or at least introduced it to me, where uh, for new listeners, Try to watch at least 31 scary movies, one a day if you can. But the idea is to get 31 in by before 31 the days of Halloween. Spooktober. And oh, as of the day of release, happy <laughs> Halloween, everybody. This is Halloween. That's right. If happy Halloween. So cool. At midnight, when this mm-hmm. podcast is dropped, it is Halloween officially, right? <laughs> We're dropping the ball. That's kind of what this podcast is. Everybody looks forward right. to it um, today. Because yeah. we love spooky season. And I can't believe it's the sixth annual Spooktacular. I don't even remember the first couple, probably, because I have a bad memory. They were memory, too spooky. But yeah. They were too, too spooky. spooky. <laughs> Blocked them out of my memory. That's Done right. A lot That's of right. horror-themed episodes. Mm-hmm. We like horror. We love horror here. movies. And I'm more of a spooky convert, because really, you guys and Joe were, were 
as long as I've known you guys, I mean, Joe has been a big spooky guy. You guys have been big spooky guys. I like horror movies, but I don't maybe love them as much as some other people, but I'm more of a convert. And especially with some of these series that we've looked at over the years, Halloween, Friday mm-hmm. the 13th, stuff like that. I've been more of a recent convert too. Mm-hmm. Right. But we did a uh, normie know, I... convert who becomes oh, a normie man. expert as you've really deep dived into those series though, Jacob. That's From right. Normie to niche is where he's gone mm-hmm. now. He's like, he knows Hellraiser. Uh, we'll find out what he's been watching this time, but I just Absolutely. got back from a trip, you know, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do 31. And I'm happy to announce I got to 34. But if oh we eliminate wow. if we eliminate three short films, it's 31 exactly. And so we, we've done it. Uh, we'll get into that later in the episode. But were you all able to accomplish the threshold? Did you, did you mission accomplished, Colin? Did you get there? I, well, we're going to read our list later. I'm later. happy to report. I am targeted. I am on track here. And of course, uh, because it's, it's, it's pre a pre-record, we're not actually on Halloween, even though this is released on Halloween, but I do know what I'm going to end my little list with. So I'll talk oh, about that Oh, that's a that teaser. Can't well. wait to hear that. We yes. do have, we do have Halloween itself. It's all Hallow's Eve on recording. But how about you, Jacob? Ooh. That's right. I've got 30 movies since this is the 30th and I will be watching something tomorrow. I guess I need a, a really special one to watch tomorrow. So I'm going to figure out what that could be. Maybe a rewatch of, a, of an old favorite for me or something like that. Nice. We'll I've watched talk a lot about of new ones. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited yeah. to talk about our lists and everything coming up. So really right. excited to del- delve into that. Well, before we dive into that, have you guys done anything spooky so far this year? In any spooky I, parties? You know or? what? I did one spooky thing, then I'll throw it to you guys. Mm-hmm. I'll say that um, I had a nice, fun, spooky experience and that my family members put together – they have a, a – some of my family members have a book club uh, where they you know sit down and actually discuss a book every month or whatever. But this mm-hmm. year they decided to do a movie paired with it as well, and they chose to watch the Bruce Campbell supernatural flick Bubba Hotep. Uh, huh. Invited uh, my brother and I along as well. Uh, and I got to say, it was a hoot to kind of talk to family members about a Halloween treat. So, That's great. Very cool. It's groovy. Yeah. Groovy. Yeah. Groovy. Right. You know anything spooky, Jacob? Not too much. Just, uh, you know, Colin and I did attend a little soiree, a little Halloween party, mm. saw some friends. Those are always fun. You know, costumes. I will say Colin had a great Wayne's World costume. Oh, oh excellent. And this is very funny because we briefly talked about this, but I didn't know. We didn't communicate very well. I didn't follow up on it. It's sort of my fault through text. But uh, Colin said, <laughs> hey, do you want to do like a couple's costume? I didn't know what his costume was going to be. So I did not prepare. I did not follow up on it. But it would have been Wingard. very funny if I was Garth and he was Wayne. Wingard. And I am going to force Colin to redo Wayne next year, hopefully. And I'll there get a Garth go. wig, That's a blonde mullet wig. I've already got mm-hmm. the glasses. Got some drumsticks. You know, oh, that's right. Guard drumming. I mean, oh, what could be so better easy. than that? So get all our product placement yeah. lined up ahead of time yeah, um, right. we, we dropped the ball there the let's thing. shout out yeah. though because i think we shouted them out last spooktacular where we said we kind of went to the same party and, and bumped into this couple that had the, the best costumes we'd ever seen and last That's year right. they were um tell the me what his, tell me what the king's name is jacob what is his name you know what viserys is that is that what it is yeah from House of the Dragons, the decrepit, you know, wearing House the, the mask, falling apart. The, and then his wife went as the little model, model table that, that he was remember. like, you know, his little toys the that he was table. obsessed with. Yes. That it was incredible. the king and his model that he worked on And his on one all true season. love. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They killed set. it last year. And this year, they won again, Mike, because they went as the couple from the I Think You Should Leave, the famous Tim Robinson uh, Netflix sketch show. She was the um, 
crooning cigar driver drivecrooner.com and incredibly elaborate costume right yes Oh my God! That's really uh, and he was, and then he was, he was the, the hot, hot dog. We gotta the, look for the guy who did this. Who yeah. did this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the famous meme now. Oh, uh, yeah, very he's, funny. He's and I don't know how you guys social media with those now, but yeah, that's yeah. Very great. I don't know how you guys feel about Tim Robinson. I think he's hilarious. I think, uh, I think you should leave is uh, a very funny show. A much better hit rate than like recent SNL. Say in terms of oh, like yeah. sketch to sketch, yeah. like. Because he used to be, I think he was a writer on SNL for one season, or he tried out for SNL and didn't make it or something, or they let him go after one season. And I think, I think you, th- I think you should leave is just a much stronger sketch comedy show. So check that out on Netflix, Norman. Right, and sometimes some it. of the scariest stuff you can watch these days is modern SNL. Like if you really want to <laughs> right. be terrified. Well, um, other than that, Mike, how about you? What did you get up to? Yeah, so I got back from my trip. Didn't do much spooky over there. I just kind of missed the window. Um, but I did go to a Halloween party as well as a different group of friends. I didn't have much time. So I did a, you know, John Wish, John Wick from Wish.com. You know, it's kind of put together <laughs> a black suit and slicked my hair back and uh, did what I could. But it turned out I didn't have a gun. But then at the party, they had a training weapon for self-defense, like a bright orange rubber one. I was like, can I carry wow. this around? So that's what go. I did. It worked Perfect. out great. And you were invited to the same party that we went to. But of course, you're so popular that you have multiple party <laughs> invites you're going you know. to. Couldn't make it. Naturally, right? I'm a busy man. You know, so. you're just too cool. But yeah, so we uh, got to really get going on this there. thing. <laughs> any any <laughs> spooky Halloween thing while you're in yes. Japan? Any? <sighs> Nothing spooky, scary besides just speaking another language for 20 days straight. An oni. Well, yeah. you did oh, get it. Yeah. There was a house. There was a house that I went in, and there was this boy who sounded like a cat. And yeah. now there's a cat here. Um, uh, I don't know where I got this bruise. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, but on Halloween day, you know, tomorrow evening, we're supposed to do a movie watching and pumpkin carving with some friends. So that's kind of oh, the best. Yeah. Well, Mike, I was gonna. Should I mention that you got some new tattoos when you're in Japan? Oh right? yeah, and I guess so. Those, some of those are spooky. One of Maybe. those you got on Friday the thirteenth, right? Yes. So if you're the watching actual day, I got a knife. It's a little knife. A little knife with a thirteen. No, so that's pretty thematic. <laughs> Yeah, we got a Friday the 13th tattoo. Thank you for reminding me of that, Jacob. It's literally right no here. But yeah, so we, we got a Friday the 13th tattoo. But it's not a machete, I know. Don't at me. But it uses a lot of different stuff. I could have I used a oh. tent pole, okay? It still would be Friday the 13th. That's tattoo. right. We'll get into that later. Sack. Yeah, and pickaxe, whatever you want. <laughs> but uh, you guys got any Halloween day plans? Going to trick or treat or chill out? You know, no, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I asked some friends recently who moved uh, whether or not they expected to get a bunch. Um, They weren't sure. I'm excited to check in on that. I live in an apartment. I will be getting nobody. Uh, I was at a separate friend's house recently, and I was talking to her, and I saw her Halloween bowl, and I was like, you have a ton of candy? Do you get trick-or-treaters in this apartment complex? She was like, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I'm going to go out and just snag a bag of candy. I'm not going to get anybody. That's smart. Well, see, I, I thought the same thing living in an apartment, but then there are like a lot of families that live here. So last year there was maybe two or three groups of kids that came through and I like didn't have anything but a bunch of instant ramen. So they all got instant ramen. Packs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I didn't Amazing. That's, but at least you had something to pass. Mine would be yeah. like, I would open up the Oreo box and be like, loose Oreo. <laughs> oh, you want a Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't put any razor blades in these, I promise. <laughs> That's right. So I hope they like Shin Ramen. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't... Now, I've lived in this uh, apartment for a while now, a few years, uh, and I feel like I used to get trick-or-treaters, but 
recently, the last couple of years, it has not really been a trick-or-treating neighborhood, even though I know there's some families here, but I think it's just, you know, too many apartments and maybe they drive somewhere else to go trick-or-treating or something. But I do have candy here just in case someone does come by. I can give them something. I got some Kit Kat bars. Good work. Yeah. Oh. Um, if I was going to be on. home, I would have stocked up. Yeah, but I'll be yeah. out. What is everybody's favorite Halloween candy? Because Kit Kats might be mine, Jacob. Mm. I fucking I like love a Kit, a Kit, Kit, Kit Kat. Kat, dude. Yeah. Oh. They're nice and easy. You can snap into them, you know. I'll say, I'll, like, just to be different, I'll say a Crunch Bar then. But how about you, Mike? Crunch oh, Every good. time, just a single Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. That's fine. Uh, by me. The pumpkin single ones, though, Reese's. specifically, those are super. For I'll some take, reason, they're different, dude. They do taste. They do hit different. That's absolutely true. Uh, the Kit wide Kat, ones are the best. Yeah, they are fun. But a fun fact for Kit Kat relating to Japan, it's pronounced Kit Katsu. Katsu can also be to win. So when kids have tests, mm. their parents will sometimes give them a Kit Kat in their lunchbox. To, like, get, do oh, that's nice. Test. Why is that why they took off so much over there? Because I remember when my brother went to Japan, mm. he came back and brought those variety packs of like, this is every flavor of Kit Kat you can't get. You in know America. what? If right. I was really thinking, they do have some weird flavors. That's there. what you would have yeah. brought back from Japan. A bunch of the different. They have strawberry. They have green tea yeah. flavor. All these crazy Kit Kat like flavors. Mochi, yeah, like yeah. Not, I that really from, uh, I was there when back in 2017. Yeah. Now, if I, I was in Japan, that's I would, why? Yeah, I would I get some uh, pocky sticks if I was in Japan. Uh, Although you can get those here too sometimes in certain yeah. stores, I think. But um, yeah. that's a treat little treat that I like. Mm-hmm. And you know, any fun size candy bar, Snickers. Twix, Milky Way. I like them with a crunch, except for the peanut butter. I do like the crunch mm. bar, Colin. I do like a Twix. Mm-hmm. I do like a Kit Kat. You know, I'm cool with all those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Candy corn, though. I guess this is the ultimate debate before we get in here. Candy corn, yes or no? No. No for Jacob. I'm a yes. I think it's fine. Yes. Once a year. Thank you, Mike. Once get a year. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Good, Give it to dude. me. Since we're on the topic of candy opinions, Black licorice, yes or no? No. Because I'm the, a big licorice guy. The oh. older I've gotten, yes. Not okay. as a kid at all. But now oh, okay. I can take it, Mike. I, yeah, I, I like licorice. I've probably not experienced it in 20 years, but I'm more of a Red Vines than Twizzlers guy anyway. Those are good, too. But you can yeah. keep your candy corn. I'll take your black licorice. We can That's make fine. a trade. It'll be that fine. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think the exchange rate is pretty equitable for that. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, speaking of exchange rates, maybe it's time to exchange the rate at which we're talking about what we've watched this spooky season. You know, I think you should leave. I think we should get into the next section. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I don't do anything. I don't do shit except transition us to the next thing. normies like us talking spooky things because we're doing our spectacular now again when we do these episodes these great great halloween episodes we cover some pretty cool stuff in our other episodes leading up to our spooktacular i had a lot of fun we each picked some different ones this mm-hmm. year friday the 13th we just mentioned up top but then of course exorcist Candyman, the yeah. grudge as well uh before we jump into our list guys we made some promises in those episodes where we were yeah, talking about some stuff about like, hey, maybe, you know, this is interesting. You know, I might continue with this or 
I don't know, you know, some different thoughts and stuff. The bill did, has did come due. Keep going. Well, Mike, you in particular, let's owe oh, this one. You you talked a big grudge game. <laughs> That's true. Okay, I guess we'll walk backwards because there's also been some other stuff from the early ones. But so the grudge was the most recent episode. I was in Japan, you know, for a while thinking about this episode, and I, I was blown away by Shimizu making the same movie six times. He made it six times, uh, Donald Pleasance. But then after that, I'm like, what happens when he He's not making them. So I, I did it. I did the whole thing. And there are 14 grudge movies, including wow. Sadako versus Kayako. They're Freddy versus Jason, the ring girl versus the grudge ghost. And of then course. three short films. So 17 total pieces of media oh. for the grudge. Can you believe it? Okay. So one, yeah. what's the best? And yes. two, tell me who wins Rig versus Grudge, Sadako mm. versus Kayako. The only thing I've wanted to know this entire time. So who wins between Sadako and Kayako? Kayako, nobody. The audience doesn't win. Neither ghost wins. It's very never wins. We lose. AVP but how does it compare yeah. to other team ups like Freddy versus Jason? I will just say before we even go that it's it's pretty bad. Even when they face off, it's like eh, it's novel, but it's it's not great. It's, but it's, they fight like they literally what's funny is the setup because they're like okay actually there is some value there's like a guy who was in battle royale who's like an exorcist he's like a crazy exorcist guy but he's like wears leather jackets he's like we got to get like you in the house but then you were in the house but you didn't watch the tape so now you got to watch the tape in the house and then they'll want to fight over you and it's like how do we get the ghosts to pit off against each that other sounds like some scary movie level so they had to like rent a vcr and put a tv in the house so they could watch yeah. the tape you know and then the person who hadn't been in the house but watched the tape they had to both do the opposite and it was a whole thing marlon waynes comes in so it's, it's right, like right. self-aware of its own kind of ridiculousness it is a little bit but uh you know it yeah. is for sure but the marketing campaign was crazy i saw like they had whole trucks with a giant tv with Sadako climbing out of it, driving down the streets of Shibuya. My friends saw them when they were in Japan, like 2014, wow. like when it was coming but out. But Climbing out of a TV into the house, the grudge house? <laughs> well, if this was yeah, just like on the flatbed saying go contact. see the movie. Well, they put okay. the TV in the house and played the tape in the house where the cursed That's grudge amazing. house. Yeah, but um, so mm. walking it back, I have a list. I have a list. I need to go. I, I ranked all of them. I'm not going to go you through everyone. You ranked all of them. Incredible. Yeah, so on the letterbox, I'll put the link. But here's here's the deal with The Grudge. There's 14 movies, right? Um, well, 14 medias. There's a Netflix series that came out in 2020, Sayako versus Kayako. So there's 12 kind of movies, right? Which means there's more or less six universes or six generations of this. So we have the three Shimizu generations with The Curse, The Grudge, and the American versions. Then we have a reboot generation. It's two movies, uh, the beginning of the end and the final curse. So it's a reboot series that kind of remixes things different creative behind it. 2014, 2015. Then there's a side story of 10th anniversary movies that are not in the house at all called white ghost and black ghost. And it's just about a separate house that becomes cursed. And then another family moves in, in the second film. So it's like the same idea, but completely original concept of like, you know, interesting. So it's like a side story of, of that kind of thing. And then we have just the American reboot, like 2019 that has um uh sulu in it and um then the grudge three which is the sequel to the american grudge that shimizu did but he did not have anything to do with it so the best way i can phrase it is the franchise basically reboots itself every two entries more or less <laughs> and uh that's pretty much it so if i was to recommend viewing i would recommend in the best order is watching jew on the grudge and jew on the grudge 2 
the original Japanese versions because I think culturally it lands better than the American ones. Even though the American one has better special effects, I think what they're going for comes across better. Then I say the second best ones are the New Beginning and the and the Final Curse, the reboot series from 2014, 2015 that was made in Japan. Really, it has nice production value, and they do just enough with the story um, to make it very interesting. Um, he's not involved at all by that. He point, might be so. a producer, but he's not doing any sure. creative, any directing, anything at all. So, at risk of light spoilers, listeners, maybe the way this is slightly different is. Toshio has always been mid as fuck in every version. He's like not interesting at all. Well, this one positions Toshio he's a, as he's a little boy. But... Yeah, he's just a kid. <laughs> right, but this so positions him. him as explicitly the antagonist of the entire thing. Mm. He's more of a demonic presence who may be manipulating everyone to do his bidding, even Kayaki. Controlling it all. Interesting. Yeah. Very so it's a very fascinating uh twist on it we brought up in that episode how he is the poster child of the franchise so making him the predominant force kind of is the most interesting thing you could do with that Mike. absolutely I like that. <laughs> and i think they do some really great remixes because everybody redoes the stair scene and stuff i won't say how but there's some really interesting ways that they wow messed with the the classics and did their own thing and i think they they understood the assignment and uh i think they really crushed it with those remakes so the Japanese original grudges and then the Japanese reboot. And then I'd say the American ones uh, would be the third set. Um, final notes for this. If you're hungry for more, the side stories are interesting. White Ghost and Black Ghost. But the Netflix series, I have to say, 2020, it's three, six, 30 right. minute episodes. I read about So every this. generation is two movies long. That's roughly three hours. This is three hours of content. Uh. Okay. Uh, but what this does that other things do not do is it's much more graphic. It's a lot darker. They're explicitly showing violence where the other movies mm-hmm. would cut away. Um, the narrative the one with, as a whole uh, is good, but it's, John it's a lot harder. No, that's, no, that's the remake movie. This is a Netflix series produced in Japan, all in Japanese. Oh, was that Juwan Origins? Because Juwan that on Origins. Okay, I would yeah, recommend yeah. it, uh, but there's content warning for like essay and you know pa that kind of stuff like sexual assault physical assault some oh. stuff child assault it's it's dark it's really dark okay but sure. the narrative itself cool. i think is pretty tight it's just whereas all the other franchises movies cut away from violence they're like we're going to show it because they're, they're trying to make a point you know this is the premise is all the movies that you saw were like based on people like oh did you hear what happened in that house but they got it kind of wrong they're like, this is what really happened, and it's way more <laughs> fucked up. That's kind of what it, happened. Yeah, I, interesting. You have to really like the Grudge universe, I guess. But yes. if you do, but definitely, I think at least the Grudge, the Grudge 2, and then the reboots, I think that those are the top four to do. Um, but again, I love when one of us does these like complete studies yeah. on this podcast, dog. I love that you did that much The Grudge. That's incredible. I'm glad I did too, especially because I waited till the I did all the American ones to get them out of the way, and then when I finally got to the reboot, I, I did them after the side stories. I was like, dude, these reboots are fucking great. I thought nobody would ever get it right besides Shimizu, even though he did it six times and it was weird. I'm like, man, I really miss him. Got it right. I and don't then know. the reboots <laughs> happen, and I'm like, these guys got it. You know, it <laughs> didn't need six times. Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> the, the, I like the order you put them into because the one that I did want to check out was the the Juan Grudge Two, the one with the the filming of the show. Like you were yes. saying, that just seemed like such an interesting premise. 
I didn't continue any grudge. Jacob, did you watch any other grudges for your uh, Halloween films? Just uh, Jew on the Grudge, The Grudge, and The Grudge 2, which I all watched before the episode. Yeah. And I wish, um, like Jacob said, he thinks The Grudge 2, the American version, is better. I think that in every generation that I mentioned, the sequel is better than the original. Mm. So I think the, the Grudge 2 is better, and then the final curse yeah. is better, and then The Grudge 2 American is better. You want to know what the real curse of the Grudge franchise is? <laughs> is that you'll be pulled into making these films over and over, and someone will yeah. say, well, his third at bat was his best try <laughs> i literally and i'm not making this up last night i had a dream that i was tasked with making the american versions of white ghost and black ghost and i was like oh, working on God. it i'm not kidding no. it, was, it was wild horrifying so well, that's like a, you know, rob zombies halloween 2 is better than his halloween 1 uh, yeah yeah of course uh, evil dead 2 is better than evil dead 1 yeah no, that's uh, debatable but you know what I mean. anyway it's debatable Hey, yeah. let's say Evil Dead, an episode I picked to do uh, way back mm -hmm. in the day for an old uh, uh, spooktacular. Wow. How about this year? Mm -hmm. I chose The Exorcist. Now, I did not continue watching those. Jacob, not only did you tell us you watched some Exorcist, you also seem to have maybe watched every film about the concept you of Exorcist. Exorcism. Yeah, <laughs> <an> exorcism <laughs> you know, I watched a lot of, and we're going to get into this other franchise that we talked about called Friday the 13th watched all of those um all, all most yeah we'll get there. i will say oh my god we'll get there because i i you know two years ago i watched all the halloweens yes. last year i watched all the hellraisers this year after watching friday the 13th part one i was like let me watch all of those and i did except for jason x jason versus Fre or freddy versus jason so except for right. those two which oh, jason sure. x is not available on streaming 10 out of uh, 12 though god damn yeah oh that's Lord. true i have to use vpn for this 10. shit it's really hard to watch yeah. this by the way <laughs> the duon um, anyway so i'll talk about it in a minute but in addition to watching all those You're i watched exorcist. a that's lot great. of exorcism slash possession movies so you continue, um, you did the rest of the William Blatty trilogy leading up to not only I, two, you also did yes. the one he directed, which that's exactly. Heretic or the one's Heretic? No, it's, it goes The Exorcist, The Exorcist 2, The Heretic, The Exorcist 3, which is the William Peter Blatty directed one. Mm. Uh, and let me say, and, and you know, when I go into my list proper, I can maybe talk about these, but I was a big fan of Exorcist 3. Wow. Um, it's really a fantastic movie. Wow. I give that one a strong recommend. Now, the I said, writer gets it right. That's incredible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Exorcist 2, total pass. Do not watch that one. Not worth your time. Uh, but The Exorcist 3 feels like the true sequel and the only necessary sequel to The Exorcist. It's based on William Peter Blatty's book, which was the sequel to, to the novel The Exorcist called Legion. Mm. Uh, and actually, he was talking to billy friedkin about directing this movie uh you know back after the exorcist came out didn't work out so many years later early 90s he decides you know what i'm gonna make it myself and i thought it was fantastic it's you know it really holds up to the original in a way that i didn't expect um now i That's didn't watch hmm. in the exorcist episode i talked about how there were two movies made in 2004 and 2005 starring Stellan skarsgård where it was basically uh Paul Schrader made one and then the studio didn't like that cut. So they basically reshot a bunch of stuff and with Stellan Skarsgård just made an entirely different movie. So there's right. Dominion, a pre uh, a prequel to the exorcist and exorcist, the beginning. 
two different movies, both starring exactly. Stellan Skarsgård as Father Marin, but with different plots, different side characters, all that stuff. Um, wow. Didn't now, watch either of those. I'm and also I, just guessing here because I, I have not, I've tried not to like look at your list or anything. I'll say for me, I want to hear from you guys as well. I didn't make it to the David Gordon Green ones, and it doesn't seem like the rest of the world did. Have no, yeah. <laughs> I was planning to try to get to the theaters this month at some point to either see uh, The Exorcist Believer or Saw X. Uh, I wanted to see one of those yeah. in theaters. You wanted yeah. to see didn't, Saw. Just didn't have the time. Yeah, and, <laughs> exactly. And Saw <laughs> X, I did want to see just because we know, or at least you guys might know, I, I know the uh, DP of that movie. Oh, cool. uh, Nick Matthews, who shot that movie, so shout out to him, shout and out. I wanted to see that for that. So, um, a guy that's worked with with our friend Cole a bunch. Yo, pencil this yeah. in next spectacular. We should have him come on and do a Saw episode. That wow. would be really funny. That would be great. Be like talk about awesome. the original Saw or something. Yeah, and maybe he could and say supposedly some based on based on reviews. Yeah, um, based on reviews, you know that the Saw X is supposedly one of the best Saws that they've made. So, out of all of them, you know, kind of a return to the franchise whatever you guys think of the franchise maybe we can do a whole saw episode like you said but yeah uh, but there could be a whole saw season yeah yeah season of the saw that's i guess x is 10 there's 10 of those films boy after plus boy spiral. i've been through 14 grudges i you think i can do 10 plus with Chris spiral. samuel L. jackson <laughs> there's 11 yeah. of them that's, <laughs> that's crazy jigsaw so they've kind of rebooted not rebooted right. but they've done origin stories and different things I've mm-hmm. seen a bunch. I've seen like Saw 1 through 5, I feel like, back in the day. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you right now. So I watched all the Friday the 13th, most of them. Um, I also watched the 2009 reboot. Next year, I'm calling it right now, and we got to do an episode on it. Nightmare on Elm Street, the one okay. series I haven't touched yet. I'm going to watch done. all the Freddy's. We're doing it. And that's yeah, why I didn't watch Freddy vs. Jason, because I'm waiting to watch all the Freddy's, and then I'll finally watch Freddy vs. Jason. And that'll be the meeting of the two. You've right? seen it before, though, right? No. Wow, that's uh, great. Then that's I've great. Been, that, yeah, I've never been a Freddy, that. Jason, anything like that guy. Only Michael Ooh. Myers a little bit. So I that's why I've never. never you've never seen a single Freddy. I've seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which I actually did like a lot. That's insane. Um, that that the, is the, the metal one. one. Yeah, <laughs> right. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Mike, did you fuck around with any more Friday the 13th after our episode? Yeah, so I figured 14 grudges is enough. What's what's another 12 Friday the 13th? So I finished all of them. I watched them all. I'm nervous about our viewing habits. I'm really proud of everybody. (laughs) I had taken a whole week off after work so that I could uh, just binge. But yeah, go ahead. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, you know, I kind of wish I spent that time watching 10 other horror movies instead or something. 10 Grudges? (laughs) You could have watched 10 (laughs) Grudges. (laughs) They're definitely hit or miss for me. And like my Halloween viewing, uh, you know, experiment, there's definitely some later sequels that I'm like, this was really not worth my time. But I well, feel like I well, have some oh, hot takes with that series, though. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> let's just say, let's let's yeah. have a little talk then and say, to, so to finish it off, um, you guys were kind of saying you were going through the Fridays. I was like, oh, that's great. I nagged on our episode and said, like, Jacob, if you, wanna, if you think you're going to like the bad one, you're going to like 
um, takes Manhattan, Friday the Thirteenth Eight. I mean, yeah. that one notoriously bad. No, that's um, not even the worst. That's not even uh, one of the worst well, ones to me. Dog, the <laughs> wow. one, the only one I watched, other than the first that we covered on our episode. But for my list was number eight. I sat down and watched Takes Manhattan. I gotta say, guys, I had a blast watching yeah. it this you know time. What? I I loved that one. Wow, loved it. that was fourth. You know, going into my ranking a little bit, that was fourth on my ranking. Mike, so. where that mom turns and says. I bought you this pen. The teacher says it was Stephen King's writing pen. Maybe it'll bring you good luck. And then let me say this real quick. I legitimately teared up at the end. What is the dog's name? Skipper. But when that border collie is okay and they play and go, hey, isn't that Skipper over there? I was like, oh, thank God. I think uh, the the Meg uh, 2 did a callback to that moment. mm. There's a dog that survives. (laughs) I yeah. like the change of scenery, and I think it gets a bad rap because it does have a misleading name because it's yes. really more Jason takes a boat on the way to Manhattan. <laughs> Jason rides a boat is what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a hard time yeah. with the boat part, but when he boxes the guy on the roof, I'm like, this is neat. Boxes the guy but on the roof. The, That's amazing. But, Mike, the cast, I mean, the teacher who, like, maybe works on the boat, the boat captain, I mean, it really sets you the up girl, for a cast of characters. Guitar I just, I love I like the guitar lady. This is sick There's ass. a lot of like yeah. 80s stereotype like student characters and stuff. It's it's a lot yes. of fun. Well, let yes. me tell you what one that I think is really great. Then it's okay. honestly f- for fun factor. I think Jason Lives is the best Friday the Thirteenth. That was number That's, two on my list. Really? So, and so should I read my? Should we all give our rankings? I could give my ranking really quick. Since you I, give yours, and I'll say if I was higher or lower. I don't yeah. think we all need to run it, but I'll, please do. I, that, please do. That I just want to see real quick. One. If you guys recall, on our episode, I said the first time I ever saw uh, Jason and I realized he wasn't scary, you could have fun with him, was him rising out of that grave that gets struck by lightning, Mike, Jason living. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it made me realize, I was like, okay, this is good. I do like Jason. The writers are very fun. sharp yes. with the camp. It's, like, they're leaning into aware. it. Yeah, yes. by that point, And that came out after the worst one, in my opinion, which is part five, A New Beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that one's but I bad. Think Part five Rank is bookended by the two best. So I, I think number one for me is Friday the 13th, the final chapter, which is part four. I just flipped um, The last of the semi-realistic ones before they fully descend into insanity and like supernatural powers and stuff. He's an unstoppable, just, un, yeah, undead machine. Yeah, yeah and that just that feels point. like the quintessential, like it takes what's good about the first three and it just really solidifies it. That's the one with Corey Feldman as a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. And... um. Yeah, Tommy Jarvis. He shaves his head at the end and comes oh, out. Yeah. It is so That's crazy. so unsettling to me. <laughs> what a tactic. What a tactic. No, it's, it's great, though. Yeah, I really like that. That's my second favorite, but I just yeah, was laughing too much at the other one. Yeah, so four. I like Undead Jason because he's a, he's a joke. Yes. But yeah, yeah. The, best, the real one is number, number four. Yeah. Those are my top two as well. So it's the final chapter, then part six, Jason Lives. Okay. Uh, then the reboot, Friday the 13th. Supernatural, me too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Same top three. Speaking of Colin, Jew on the Grudge or the Grudge Part Two, uh Daniel Panabaker lookalike, Amber Tamblin. This movie is the CW All Stars because you have Jared Padalecki, you have uh-huh. Daniel Panabaker, um and you Sammy's have a bunch just of doing a solo mission. Teen actors. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's hilarious. Now, um, and- does the jock quarterback character at one point say during the nude scene, your tits are so juicy? <laughs> There's so many tits I can not remember. The, yeah, the bad jock quarterback guy is also 
the boyfriend, if you remember from our favorite Transformers movie with Marky Mark Wahlberg. Uh, oh, the, that's that guy. The, but the one before that, right? Uh, not the card that's like, look, technically it's yes. legal for me. To oh no, daughter. <laughs> I'm really fine. What I'm doing, I have this laminated yeah. card. So I that's put that's a lot of research guy. into making sure that I can figure this loophole. That I'm yeah. not a pedophile. <laughs> and also, Christ. the Jason in that movie is played by Derek Mears, who would go on oh, to play yeah. Swamp Thing in the Swamp Thing show. So, um, yeah, a lot of good. Pretty well, fun we might cast. be talking about him a little later. And, and I really did like this reboot. It's completely different than any other Friday the Thirteenth. It just frames it as like, yeah, Jason is the sole antagonist. He's running around like a crazy man. He's got this whole underground compound. It's like he has a little bit more intelligence in this one. It's, it's like the mo- it's maybe the most it's more of a leatherface and scary that I was going to say he's more of a, almost a Michael Myers. Like I feel that's like true, that's yeah. my not a complaint. That smart. Silly, but I feel I feel like they no. for the reboot they like. We're like, how can we make this for the for for today, right? And they kind of just made it into a Halloween movie, almost. almost a, but a he Michael has an Myers, aggression yeah. level that Michael doesn't have. He like yeah. sprint, and he has he like an anger. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's Definitely. more intense. Yeah, I, I did. He like does it. seem more intelligent. He can turn on lights and stuff. He has like tunnels going to buses and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he's very, very intimidating. Fun. That was a fun one, and I it doesn't do like a whole lot to like diff, like to change the formula or anything. It's like basically a remake of the first three or four yeah. Friday Thirteenth, right? He has the bag at one point, the then he line. finds a hockey mask. Yeah, it's kind of runs yeah. But the, the opening scene is her doing is her the business. Moms. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's great. So, it's a great contextualizing those first three movies. Yeah, yeah, and then you got Supernatural, Jared Padalecki running around. With his mm-hmm. motorcycle and everything, Looking being for a... my sister. <laughs> yep. I don't and want you in my Panda. house. I'm really glad when they all died. <laughs> in my house. He's cute. And uh, like from you from the movie Disturbia. A lot of uh, and teen actors in that movie. Yep, yeah. Yep. I've never seen Disturbia. I love that guy. I know him from oh, sure. um, that Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. They steal oh, the SATs movie. Yes, of course. Perf- I know what you're oh, talking about. <laughs> Perfect. You think I don't know the perfect score? <laughs> the first movie that Captain America and Black Widow starred in together? Oh my god, absolutely. Wow. Um, so what's number four then? I will say, yeah, Disturbia, by the way, is a remake hmm. of Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window mm-hmm. starring Shia LaBeouf. Very 2008 type of movie. Shia. No, we've already talked about him too much on this podcast. Possibly. <laughs> we've invoked too much. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's a lot of fun. So Part four, part six, reboot, top three. Mm-hmm. Then Jason Takes Manhattan. I enjoyed that one a lot as well. So wow. That's four. Then I go part three is number five. That's the I have the same number one. five. Okay. Then part because, two, number six. Yeah. Can I say what I liked about three, part three? Um, yeah. That's the one where the prankster guy is on, like, he has a blind date with that girl, right? Vera. Yeah. And, like, I, I just like that there was, they, they had an opportunity. They didn't quite nail it, but he, she was so nice to him, even though he was an asshole. And like he could have had a moment to make a divine sacrifice and save her. They didn't do it. And is that also the? No, that's not. That's the one, the one with Crispin Glover, where he's like, "I just want to yeah. get laid." And you're like, Crispin Glover's dancing like a crazy man. There's, yeah. there's Mike. That dance scene. <laughs> there is no way that thing was scripted. They were like, no. "Show us what you can do." And he's like, "Ooh, I do do." Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted Vera and the Pranks to be the main character, but Kristen was great. That is my favorite one. I love that I mean, one. Did you ever see when great. he went on David Letterman and like kicked him and, or like did a high kick and almost kicked David Letterman and like scared him? Karate. And stuff. Plenty of Very stuff to look up, but that's individual. funny. That's my number yeah. five as well. Yeah, that was a fun one. They, like I said, it was shot for 3D, so there's a lot of stuff flying at the screen and stuff like that. Uh, 
you know, 3D gimmick stuff. So that's yeah. number five. And I have part two is number six. That's just, you know, we're getting into the the real Jason of it all. Oh, wait, where is... That's bag, Baghead Jason. Oh, gotcha. Part two is your yeah. sixth ranked film. Gotcha. Yes. Then at seven, I have Jason X. Same of course, seven. that one is the only one I didn't so rewatch so this low. month, but... uh. It's fun, but it's it. I feel like it doesn't do enough with the concept to really stand out. Like it could have gone way weirder, being like a sci-fi set in the future and stuff. You're forgetting um, how Canadian it is. It's the most mm. Canadian movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to put it higher then. The uh, um, I, I was able to stream it, but like you could watch it on like AMC Plus. But AMC it was like the Plus TV free edit. preview, right? Yeah, and you what told me like don't bother here? watching. There's no violence. No, you know, there's no gore, the... no nudity. Yeah. yeah, the scene that I said was oh, in there. I didn't realize at the end. It's TV. TV it's edit, a TV yeah. edit. They don't swear. They don't say fucking stuff either. Yo, what yeah. the fuck? I saw the folly, like the the voice, the lips not being. He was like frick, and I was like that. That was oh, a fuck. sure. Come on, and I was like, wait a minute, and I was like, there has been no gore. They've been cutting because I know that they froze her face and they smashed it. Yes, and that's he right. her face, kill, and they didn't show it. Kill, yeah. yeah, they didn't show the smashing. That's terrible. So anyway, that was a bummer. Um, yeah, so I didn't watch that one, but, but I just it's seven on my list. Put that too. number seven. Yeah. yeah, then number eight. Now we're getting into the ones that I don't love so much. Uh, these next two are okay, but the last two are really pretty much the worst to me. But the next one is the New Blood. That, of course, is the same Carrie one, where they're like, "What if it was Carrie versus Jason?" Basically, and this girl has. Telekinetic, telekinetic powers and can move stuff with her mind mm-hmm. and it's just like why wait why is that what this movie is about like that makes no sense but okay <laughs> right, fair enough yep i do like the ending of that one when you the get fight, the end Jason fight when he's just looking awesome. insane yes. yeah yes and the chains and all that cool and this stuff. is yeah. kane hodder too right that's the first kane hodder yeah, yeah so, man. Goes, I, I, so he I was like in kane four hodder. movies he was in the new blood jason takes manhattan uh, the final Friday, Jason goes to hell and Jason X. That's right. So, oh. so he was in those late four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan. But of he's the most intimidating work. Jason until Derek Mears, I would argue maybe, but he's a more of a faster, right. agile Jason. Different. Interpretation. Guy, I, I think Kane in Hunter's Manhattan, Hawking guy. Kane Hodder yeah. throws Mears through a window in the diner. Mm. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Anyway. Um, yeah. So new blood number eight, Number nine, Friday Thirteenth Part One. We talked about that one, of course. I have it pretty above Jason for X for I... historical reasons, but yeah, know. yeah. And then last boring. two, we have number ten. We have Jason. Uh, go, Jason goes to hell. The final Friday, and then last but not but least, also uh, we mm-hmm. have Part Five: A New The New Beginning or New Beginning. Uh, yeah. And that one was just the worst to me because basically they ran out of ideas. The twist is it's not even real Jason. Right. It's just a guy the pretending worst. to be Jason. Yeah. Copycat it's killer. Terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's bookended between the two best ones to me, which are part four and part six. So it's kind of it weird. Doesn't how six they start with them out. being like, we got to kill this guy. You're not really Jason. <laughs> yeah. I don't I even think, think they so. mention him. They just, it's oh, just okay. Tommy. It's a, a third actor playing Tommy Jarvis who goes to Jason's grave and accidentally brings him re- to life and gets 40 people murdered in the subsequent yeah. movies. Um, I think at the end of five two, it's like they imply that Tommy Jarvis gets possessed by Jason's spirit or something and murders somebody, and then in number six yeah. they're like, "Yeah, you're, you're chilling, you're cool." That didn't I didn't like the Tommy Jarvis at all. I like the other. I like the third Tommy Jarvis more than the second Tommy. Part six Tommy Jarvis is god tier. Like yeah. he's got a cool jacket. He's like it's he's yeah. very entertaining. Oh, of course, he's the best. Like an antisocial weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and yeah, there's just a lot of weird, like those hillbilly characters and just like weird characters that just get introduced just to get killed off. Like the paintball and, team, put your headband yeah. on, you're dead, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. And oh, and also, you know, the one, the one before that, number 10, is Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. This one is just fucking bizarre, right? Well, mm-hmm. Jacob, <laughs> if I can quote your letterbox review that I saw yes. today, which I thought was great, which was... As a Jason movie, it's bad. As a Cronenberg in a horror movie, it's also bad. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's yeah. about a giant worm that passes Jason's spirit between ah. people by going inside their mouth. Now, and... but Jacob, yeah, that mm-hmm. opening where the topless woman gets out the of the shower. Break, goes into the house and puts <laughs> on a robe, does a flip over the car, dives underneath. <laughs> Freeze! All the lights gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feel Mike, where they're just lighting his body. Yeah. Up. I mean, by this point, the government has to get involved with Jason. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah, but the fact what that Lady's an undercover agent or whatever, yes. but she has to get naked and great work, Samantha. Just for the setup. <laughs> like, why? No, we know it's like it's what draws him. No, like literally in Jason X, he gets up as soon as people leave to start have a sex. Yeah, that's when he wakes. They <laughs> giggle. And he- Eyes like a shark, they're like yeah. dialed in. What? Sex must die. Yeah. <laughs> he smells it. No, I kind of do appreciate this movie just for how insane yes. it is. Like, it's totally insane. I mean, Jason himself is barely in it because it's mostly people that are possessed by his spirit, essentially. And he's trying to possess his relative because only a Voorhees can bring him back to his full oh, yeah, power. Oh, yeah, we got the, we got the Jason expert in this one, the guy with the cowboy <laughs> well, hat. Well, that's very <laughs> Sam, Sam way or whatever. That's Sam very Hane. Halloween, those letter one, later ones. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this this bounty hunter character that shows up and is like, I know everything like about Jason. Yeah. Yeah, it is like that, huh? It's Never to be so seen again. like the later Halloween ones, guys. Oh, yeah. fun fact, <laughs> Kane Hodder plays Freddy Krueger's glove in the oh, stinger. yeah. Yeah, uh, that one teases oh, at the end. So, Freddy's glove pops up out of the ground, pulls Jason's mask down. I think it's not till like Freddy versus Jason. Ten years, years later, like, yeah. Ten. Oh, ten. Oh, they say two thousand speculation. That's why they Look, went to space. We tried. Yeah. Oh, of course, because they were like, we got to leave it open, mm-hmm. we'll jump ahead. Yeah. 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 That was Kane Hodder so, getting to be Freddy's hand one time. Interesting. I just can't believe that movie got made. I don't know whose idea to have. This giant worm slug thing. Like, what was going on there? I'm it might have been Cunningham's now, idea. Now, look. Yeah. What what we said, what I said in that episode about yeah. the, the Halloween versus the Jason ones, where I said, undoubtedly, Halloween's the best film. But better franchise, yes. I always go the Friday the 13th because I love how crazy and bonkers they get. Now, Jacob, that you've gone through all these, and Mike, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if yeah, you saw yeah. them prior or refreshed your viewing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you see any validity to that? Do, has your guy's opinion changed at all? I was trying mm. to think which franchise overall did I like better? Because obviously I do think Halloween is the best movie out of them all. I think Season of the Witch is better mm-hmm. than any Friday the 13th, but it's kind of totally unrelated to the whole slasher really? thing. Really? Wow. Better than, than any, of any Friday the 13th? <laughs> Maybe, but here's what I'll say. I think it's honestly, crazy. it's kind of close. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know, guys. Just divorce dad man, highs. never failing at anything. It's incredible. Yeah. But it's hard to even shooting into your head, not, bugs coming out of your mouth. Sorry, it's yeah. totally unrelated to any Michael Myers or Jason or anything. But right, I think right. Halloween has the highest highs to me. But Friday the Thirteenth might have the higher baseline for the average movie because I think mm. Halloween also had lower lows, like Part Six. Yeah. To me, is maybe 
as bad as the worst Friday the 13th. So I don't know. I think maybe I may have appreciated more of the Friday the 13th than Halloween's. But I don't know, because I also like the Rob Zombie ones. Uh, David Gordon Green ones aren't terrible. I like H2O. So I don't yeah. know. I still, I still you get think some I good prefer... cast in this Halloween still, yeah. Yeah. I think I prefer the character of Michael Myers to Jason Voorhees still. So Jason Voorhees really, really didn't have yeah. his character figured out. I still think no. until way late. Like once he became supernatural, I think that's when Jason became an icon. Otherwise, they're like, we're kind of yes. not sure what to do with him. But once he became undying, unstoppable, that's like what you see in the Freddy versus Jason is that version of him. That's the iconic. So it's like yeah, it takes a while he never there. really established his identity. He, he had a boiler suit and a white mask. He was a ripoff of Michael Myers at the beginning. Right. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So. He started life as a ripoff. Yeah. of michael myers and michael um, myers started as michael and never had to change because he's iconic from the get-go yeah and i think that's what the thing is halloween was the high point of the series and then it just went downhill whereas friday the 13th kind of went uphill and then back downhill it peaked it. at six yeah. yeah at four four and six five was bad but at four and six is its peak you can argue which one but yeah it worked its way yeah out. And i think final well, chapter if you just wanted to watch one friday the 13th and get the, maybe 2009 would be the best one or the final chapter, which is the quintessential like 80s version yeah. of, of Jason. Just for the record, uh, with Freddy versus Jason included in my ranking, it is number four for me. Dude, mm. just I know I know you said it's pretty similar to Jacob's. You watched them all. Do do your ranking real quick, yeah. Mike. Run run through it real quick. I mean, Don't it's not too it. much too dissimilar, but it's uh six, the final chapter, the reboot, Freddy versus Jason, part three, the original for historical reasons, Jason X, the new blood, part two, because it was not as good as I remembered, even though I liked the bag. Uh, then Manhattan, Hell, New Beginning. I, I still prefer really part like two to part blood. one, though. I think <laughs> the, teen, the, the cast of teens is better in part two than in part one. I like the final girl in part two a lot. Well, they're real characters. Remember, I just say, again, I put it there for no historical place. reasons. Yeah. Right. I think both of them are pretty boring. Yeah. yeah. Jason yeah. is not I great in part it. two. He's kind of just like a bumbling old man with a bad Yeah, head. he's like a dirty hillbilly. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It seems like a, yeah. it seems a lot more like what would happen to you. Like some guy yeah. in a paper bag could attack me right now. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, that was the ranking. It was interesting. Yeah. That was Friday the 13th. I'm so glad you guys did that. Yeah. Just to knock out our last one here of the episodes we covered. Did anybody else do any more Candyman's? And please don't say it again. Let's just no. put a cap on it oh, here. Let's just yeah. When I found out that the two 90s sequels are on Amazon Prime, I believe I was thinking about maybe watching Day of the Dead, which I think is the second one, uh, or the or was the Feast of Fair. Flesh or something. Farewell to the Flesh, guys. I Farewell did watch number two. Okay. Dude, let's hear on Amazon, was, like you said. I was looking title. at it and I was like, that was directed by Bill Condon or something. He made real movies. Couldn't Dream believe Girls it. And, chicago and stuff well, a, so. well and a guy who was long rumored he was supposed to make the um um bride of frankenstein film for the dark universe that failed mm. you know the, mm-hmm. the thing with tom cruise or whatever right he obviously made gods and monsters which is the the making of film starring brendan frazier um of making the original uh frankenstein films it's the james whale biopics that that great director Whoa. um mm. i gotta say the guy is so obsessed with the Frankenstein narrative. You can tell he makes uh, the Candyman, Tony Todd, a beautiful monster in this. Like it is right. so much more the like 
Oh, mm. you know, like, can you like the tragedy and, you know, like it's I, I, I liked it. I really that is liked Frankenstein. it. I really liked Interesting. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. The tragedy. That's that's great. I'll I might need to watch that, that then because I've only seen the original and then the new reboot slash remake slash continuation, whatever you want to call it. I yeah. also found that it could very easily exist in that canon, Jacob. I'm not mm. sure why they always do this thing where they discard anyone after the first. Only the first like one people, counts. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Like would argue. Oh, no, I guess not in Halloween because that's the sister reveal, right? And two. Two. You have to skip two. Yeah. yeah Halloween is the one where David Gordon Green. That's just no, like just the down. first one. Even two doesn't count, no. even though Jamie Lee Curtis is not, doesn't matter. No. Yeah, yeah. H2O, she's in that too, but no, I prefer the H2O timeline to the David Gordon Green timeline. But I prefer H2O to be the final there. one, but then they fuck yeah. it up. Well, <laughs> that's a perfect ending, I think. But anyway, <laughs> no, in my head, canon. i going to watch that at some point then feast i hope you do. let me know because i appreciated um again that you you did this exploration for us with um clive barker because again as a young man he was just not somebody i knew and i've really enjoyed the stuff that we've seen the Hellraisers of the world and mm. digging more into candy man so good work dog the good reminds me i do want to watch his other directorial outing the Night Night Breed. Breed. that's one i need Night to watch Breed. still so maybe that'll be tomorrow that's got yeah, a director's I... cut that is completely different than the the mm. actual film. That's one of those weird movies. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think I said on the episode I just watched the the reboot slash sequel than the original. But I did yeah. notice that I forgot to mention on the episode there's a scene where one of the ladies is like looking in a dark room and whatever. She's just like, nope. And I'm like, wait a minute. Jordan Peele, <laughs> did you get an idea here? <laughs> Could have been. Could have yeah, been. Yeah. Like, word nope. Let's yeah. use that. Like that. Well, it's just the uh, reason. Yeah. It's like that because it's like that. The intonation i was like wait a minute anyway. yeah but uh um yeah well i guess yeah should we... i love some tony todd and i'm excited to talk about some more movies yeah uh, so maybe now we can talk about everything else spooky that we watched and you know, we'll kind of jump into that side yeah um, and i'll still talk about some of my other yeah not the exorcist movies but some of the other exorcism movies i watched that are not related to the exorcist just because they're part of my my list sounds great yeah but uh all right the power pod compels us we'll catch you on the other side mm-hmm. noise We're back here on Normies Like Us. Ooh, talking spooky stuff still. Doing our spooktacular 2023, the sixth annual Normies Like Us spooktacular, mm-hmm. tacular, tacular. Blah, I want to suck your podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to subscribe your podcast. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um,. We're yeah. back. We're going to dive in right now. As we said, we do our Halloween, 31 Days of Halloween tradition, where we watch one movie a day. Or we try to. That's wow. the point. Again, listeners, if you didn't hit that goal, whatever. If you're like Joe, old podcast uh, host on this who wrote in and said, he, Jacob, what did he say? He hit like 60? Like, he had 46, 46. Fantastic. Just that's in the fantastic. month of October. I mean, I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to know about that. All that. Yeah, but if you do um, or you don't, that's not important. The important thing is that you try. Sounds mm-hmm. like we made that's it, right. so we're going to do our list right now. And Jacob, I am so excited! Please, wow, kick yeah. us off. This isn't necessarily in chronological watch order because I grouped it more by. I mean, first I had the, the ten Friday Thirteenth that counts for ten of my thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had the Exorcist, Exorcist Two, Exorcist Three. 
Then let me read all my other exorcism related ones. Please. The Pope's mm-hmm. Exorcist. The best. Number one. So you're going in an order of best to worst, obviously, right yes. now. <laughs> uh, Russell Crowe. Um, so I had The Pope's Exorcist, The Last Exorcism, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. Deliver Us from Evil, The Black Coat's Daughter, uh, and then Jennifer's Body. I'll include that. That's a possession movie. Okay. Um, the last exorcism what was that so the one? last exorcism this one was surprise this was a surprise for me so this was a found footage movie i believe mm. in 2014 um that follows a preacher who uh is played by howard hamlin from better call saul patrick fabian um and he plays really? a preacher that is a former exorcism guy who is now disillusioned with exorcisms and is making a documentary to disprove uh exorcisms basically but because he's this preacher in the south Hmm. he gets all these requests to perform exorcisms so he gets called out to this farm in rural louisiana i believe and maybe stumbles upon a real possession it's all about that kind of and it's actually a really well done found footage movie and so if you like found footage yeah like southern gothic vibes or something yeah, it's a interesting. Yeah, it's styled as like a mockumentary kind of following this southern preacher. He goes in the deep woods in kind of Louisiana. There's this yeah. girl that's maybe possessed, so he's trying to figure out if she is possessed or not. And her father is very strict religious, and yep. it deals kind of with faith and uh, you know believing in certain things or not believing them, science versus faith, that kind of thing. I was surprised it was really well done and clever. So um, I love Patrick. Check that one out. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, it's a very cool premise. And I, I, my friend's been like, "Where's where's more horror stuff that's in the South, like Louisiana, like like that kind of stuff?" And like, here seems like a good example to recommend. Yeah, if you like found footage, if you like mockumentary type of things, it's um, you know they're in a spooky kind of farmhouse, and you know this girl's like acting weird at night and just kind of unsettling and stuff. Gives me Resident Evil Seven vibes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, down in the bayou, right? Yeah, y'all. It's really, really good. It was better than I expected to be. And this is kind of funny too because there's a sequel to this movie, but this is something I've never heard of. Technically, it wasn't the last one. (laughs) (laughs) The Last Exorcism Two is a sequel to a found footage movie that's not found footage. It's like a traditional movie. (laughs) It just has the the Blair Witch whatever thing. Yeah. But it follows the same possessed girl from the first one, but the preacher's not in it and that kind of thing. But it's just a traditionally made movie, but it's a sequel to a found footage. I was like, that is weird to me. I didn't watch Big that sweat. movie. Yeah. No. Okay. Very strange. Bummer. But I do recommend The Last Exorcism. Um, nice little surprise gem I found. And of course, mm-hmm. The Pope's Exorcist. I had a blast with that one. Uh, you know, like I said, Russell Crowe being this italian uh he's the pope's official exorcist guy so he just goes around and does exorcisms he's the heavy and, for the vatican yeah he's gonna go kill a demon he's constantine <laughs> hey, um, what are you doing it's it's a lot of fun and just That's seeing cool. all these different all these takes on exorcisms and stuff it's it's interesting to kind of see because it's kind of like like russell crowe says in the movie like you need a little theatricality like most exorc like 90 percent of possessions are just people that are have mental illness or some kind of problems where they're convinced that they're possessed, but really they just need someone to listen to them and to kind of believe in them and Mm -hmm. a little showmanship. And like you see in that first scene where he, you know, kills the pig and stuff. Like if you convince the person that they're no longer, uh, you know, possessed, then maybe they won't be possessed. Interesting. That's pretty. Yeah. So he kind of acts as a 
psychologist slash exorcist. So it's kind of see, all cool the, to see. Yeah. For you all the modern special effects and updated, you know, doodads you can do in all these later films you watched, um, did any of them reach the levels of sort of terror or, or spookiness of the original exorcist, the, the Friedkin that we covered? Um, let me think, you know, I don't know if there's any question your faith while watching any of these like nine exorcism films where (laughs) you're like, you know what? The fucking devil is out there. (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, honestly, exorcist three, that was a real standout to me. And that had some real spooky vibes. Wow. And that one, it's really, uh, kind of deals with a serial killer too. So it's got some seven slash silence of the lambs vibes. And as I was watching, I was like, this feels like it was inspired by those two movies. Of course, this movie came out before those two movies. So it's honestly, if there's one movie that I could recommend, or I'll probably recommend more than one, but the exorcist three fantastic movie. You got George C. Scott as the main character, basically playing the detective from the first exorcist. Um, this is 20 years later, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's still mm. kind of sad about, uh, you know, um, Father Karras dying. Is he still um, going to feels the guilty about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes to the movies with this other father Is character. that true? Wow. Yeah. He loves the Seriously? movies. Seriously? <laughs> oh, that's, I love that he yeah. still loves the movies. That's as great. fighting character. i check this one out. It's, just it's like really fun. It's got great atmosphere. Um, I you know, Peter Blatty is not like an amazing filmmaker, but he does a good enough job and i think he's a strong writer so uh it's got some really good vibes and some really oh like one of the best jump scares ever um so yeah and it's got the return of jason miller in a role that is interesting because essentially i don't want to spoil too much but basically um father karis kind of shows up again but he's still possessed by Pazuzu, right? So right. he's playing Patient X. He's kind of in this hmm. insane asylum. Um, and he also wow. is maybe possessed by the Gemini Killer, which is this serial killer basically modeled off the Zodiac Killer, mm-hmm. uh, played by Brad Dorif, who is right. you know, Worm Tongue, of course. Well, uh, Charles Lee Ray himself, a little doll named Chucky. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Another yeah. franchise so I haven't seen all of. Absolutely. So he's taking it up to 11 being a psychotic serial killer. Oh, that um, guy, he never does that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So honestly, I would really recommend this one. It's it's really great. And it goes places you don't think it's going to go. It's it's not a traditional exorcism. Like there's not an exorcism, I don't think, in the movie. But it's more just about kind of um, George C. Scott's guilt over what happened 20 years ago. And it's it's really good. Yeah. Hmm. So I love it. Check that one out. Expert. Okay. Anything else on your list that we have not covered? I mean, I know there's one that we're saving because we've all watched it and that we're putting a pin in it. But yeah. I can read the rest of my list while I had you on. The Grudge, The Grudge, The Grudge 2, Candyman, No One Will Save You, Terrifier, Mm. Terrifier 2. Oh, so Um, so pause right there because Mm -hmm. when I said last episode that I'd I'd seen some stuff on your letterbox that I'd wanted to discuss, that I was like, ooh, ooh, I'm already seeing Jacob's going through some good stuff. Now, I get Fangoria Magazine. I get, you know, these little periodicals and you get online and you, you know, you go to like Bloody Disgusting. You go to, you know, these horror-specific websites where everybody just goes, you're not a real horror fan if you don't like. 
the Terrifier franchise. I mean, yes. this modern thing is so big. And this I go, all the rage, like what a the year or two fuck? ago. But what I go, I have no entry point. Okay, to me sell neither. me on Terrifier. Yes. Sell, sell me, me well. and Mike on Terrifier. I'm ready to talk about this. And of course, our friend Joe was talking this series up earlier in the text chain that we have, and he watched these two movies. Beyond that, this month. beyond that, Jacob, I will say his wife texts me and says it is her new favorite character really? that she loves art the clown that she wants to have an wow. art the clown themed birthday that she like okay, yeah, she's yeah. excited for the third i what is this fervor so I may not be as high on these movies as they are okay. quite as high but i did enjoy them so there's this guy named damien leone who uh makes these low budget horror films um and he had this character called art the clown who was originally in a shorts uh compilation kind of uh an anthology oh, no. series called Did all he do it six times yeah, well, okay. six. I've, no. I've heard this story before Jacob. <laughs> so he these, was... are, these are the american ones yeah yeah, yeah. artico no, he, he he had this short in, a, in an anthology series called all hallows eve where he mm-hmm. introduced the character of art the clown who is essentially a serial killer that dresses up as a clown he's a mime he does not speak at all Mm. Oh, interesting. That's yeah, creepy. exaggerated uh, facial expressions and that kind of thing. He wanted to make a feature length uh, following this character. And so he did. And it's called Terrifier. And this was a movie made on a budget of $35,000. Mm. Wow. Actually, $35, that's really $35. cool. That's yeah. super impressive. So we're talking ultra low budget. Um, but this guy, Damien Leone, is a special effects whiz. Uh, what he gets away with doing on such a low budget. I mean, it's insane. I don't know Damn, how okay. he made this movie for 35 grand, but Terrifier 1, it's a pretty bare bones plot. It's, it's going to be like 60 showcase. minutes long. I mean, it it's like an hour and a half, but it's it's okay. it's wow. very uh gory, it's very special effects based. It's basically a showcase of showing off what he can do on a low budget and showing off this character of Art the Clown that he believes in. Um and it's That's it's great. a lot of fun. It's it's extremely gory. It's it's bordering on torture, like uh, what's it called, torture porn to a certain uh, degree sure. with Hostile the amount of blood and gore. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a slasher, but more gory than any Jason or Michael Myers type of movie. Um, but it really is a throwback to these sort of super gory '80s movies, sort like of exploitation era type. Yeah. Yeah. So has, I love that, Mike. Yeah, yeah. That's it's, which it's, is different from that, uh, torture porn. It's just a lot of yes. blood. No. Yes. And that's kind of, it's obvious that Damien Lone has a great love and interest for this genre of movies. Um, so Terrifier 1, very interesting movie hmm. for only 35 grand, like I said. Impressive. He wanted to do more with this character. So he ra- he also raised all this money through like GoFundMe and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so after the reception to Terrifier 1, he's like, I want to make a bigger budget movie. I want to expand on this character, really focus on the story because the story was very bare bones in the first one. So he writes this whole grand plot for Terrifier 2. Now, Terrifier 2, still very low budget. I believe it was made for like like 250000 something right. like that. Wow. So still a lot more than the first movie, but way under a million, you know? Right, right. Um, and all, you know, funded through GoFundMe. Uh, wow. So he's got a, like, access to like a little more budget. It's like is not coming knocking. You know, that's, that's just one this of This isn't really a 24 style, just the amount yeah. of gore and stuff. It's not... They like the yeah. more artsy kind of thing. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. But Terrifier 2, now this is a very ambitious, and I will say long and self-indulgent. So it's not a perfect mm. movie to me. It's like 
two and a half hours long. Whoa. Did not need to be that long. It's it's quite self-indulgent. I mean, there's dream hours. sequences. It really wow. gets into the lore of this character, but it's a lot it's it's a stronger movie than the first one. It's very surprising how good this movie is, actually. It follows this girl and uh who's kind of the um heroine of the movie and her connection maybe with this character um oh, and it's really good okay. so terrifier 2 it's got some great imagery she Hardly has like this fire. valkyrie costume that she's wearing on halloween so she's got wings and like a sword and like armor and stuff and there's just a lot of cool imagery in the third act of her fighting art the clown there's some hmm. really inventive kills and stuff um, mike had you ever heard of this did you just looked up the picture no i know like other people who like horror a lot like and i'll see it on social media like terrifier it's fucking awesome and i, I know what art the clown looks yeah. like but i just never watched it terrifier 2 when it was when it came out i believe in 2021 or 2022 it was really all the rage for like horror yeah. fans for a little but bit in theaters i mean i remember people posting like i'm we're going to terrifier yeah. and you're like oh wow and there's okay. some news stories of like people passing out and like throwing up or something of during course. screenings of this well, movie see, because it's so intense the, the yeah. gore and all that stuff see jacob that's why blumhouse doesn't come sniffing around too because they yeah. only do pg-13 movies that's that's interesting it is very gory and i appreciate that you know this is damien leone's vision he doesn't want to skimp on the gore and that kind of thing I mean, in the first one, there's a scene so disturbing that I'll just describe it to you. But there's a scene oh. where <laughs> Please. A, a naked woman is held, is tied up upside down and he cuts her in half from right, the top to the bottom. No you know what I'm fucking saying. way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's pretty nasty. How does points. he pull that off? That's insane. Uh, a budget of 35 grand. And that's, you know, not even the only big moment like that. Um but so I'm saying, you know, if you're kind of squeamish about gore and that kind of thing, this is very intense at mm. times. Uh, so it's certainly not for everybody. I'm honestly surprised that the Astas love it so much because I, I liked it a lot. I don't know if it's like my favorite recent horror movie or anything like that. I wouldn't go that far, but I did find it really, really inventive and creative with the budget that it has to work with. And I think well, Damien Leone is a master two, of effects. Yeah. Well, you two were pointing out very interesting points in our in our text chat, you and Joe, where you were saying, you know, name another horror icon that has stuck franchise wise. You were you were saying about Terrifier as far as like having sequels. And Joe was saying Saw, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you know, that makes sense in the last twenty years. But other than that, I mean Terrifier is pretty unique. Yeah. yeah Jigsaw, Ghostface, that was, you know, twenty years ago. But um, but Ghostface is just continuing still. I mean, that's yeah. like Pennywise. It's not a fresh. Pennywise, you know, well, I don't think that's Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah. yeah, Ghostface and then, like has said, catchphrases. Yeah, yeah. It's just Arthur nothing original. Completely silent, but he makes up with it with his facial expressions and kind of exudes his personality through his movements and stuff. Like a mind. That's very mode. cool. I like that. Yeah. I like that gimmick. Yeah, that's a good good hook. Yeah, interesting. And, uh, so yeah, those are both available, I believe, on Amazon streaming, possibly. Oh, okay. Terrifier mm-hmm. One, I don't remember, but they're both available on streaming sites that I subscribe to. So I'm sure you guys can find them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a lot of fun. Nice, 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 nice. And great, uh, you know, pretty good cinematography and great music, especially in the second one, very '80s synth-inspired kind of music. Um, so it's just a vibe. Definitely, that's uh, the era he's inspired by. It seems like gonna yeah, definitely yeah, call back like, to that music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely. Uh, and then you know, so I saw those. Um, no one will save you. Uh, Haunted Mansion, the new Haunted Mansion movie. 
uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, which I believe we're going to talk about. Megan. Yeah. And uh, this last one was the J-horror that I kind of teased Mike that oh, I was going to recommend right. on, on right. air here. So I watched this Japanese horror movie, uh, a movie from the 90s called Cure. Cure. Have you heard of this movie? Cure. C-U-R-E. Yeah, let me look it up. Never heard of that. This is a movie directed by a guy named Kiyoshi Kurosawa, who okay. is not related to Akira Kurosawa. Um, just happens to have the same last name, but he's a filmmaker, Japanese filmmaker, who um, yeah, made this movie mm-hmm. Cure, made some other horror ah. movies as well. Um, but Cure, really, wow. really good movie. Now, this is a not a ghost movie. This is sort of a progenitor to the the J horror uh, era of the late nineties and two thousands. Like it precedes Ringu and Duan um, hmm. came out in 97, but I believe, you know, Takeshi Shimizu was probably inspired by this movie and other movies. Uh, um, yes. But this is more of a psychological horror movie. Um, it follows this police detective who there's a series of murders that are keep happening Different people are causing these murders, but they're doing it in the exact same way. They hmm. always carve this X in people's necks, and they're right. seemingly like oh. they have no motive. They're just killing these people and then not really understanding why they did it. And he's trying to piece together how all these seemingly unrelated murders are all happening in the same way. And it's information only the police have. So he's trying to figure this out, and he's kind of Yo. slowly descending into madness. Like did they ever get an American remake, Jacob? Not an American remake, no, but it's uh I'm shocked to hear that. It's it got a criterion release. So this is how oh, I saw shit. it on the Whoa. Criterion Channel uh streaming service, which I subscribe awesome. to. Huh. Yeah. It's a very uh it's a little more artsy kind of movie. Like yeah. it's so it's kind of a slow burn, but it's uh, the cinematography is excellent. Um it's it's a really good movie. I, I highly recommend it. Like, it's streaming on the Criterion Channel. If you don't have that i don't know if it's going to be super easy to access but it's uh worth trying to find if you right. can and uh it's just about sort out. of the the darkness inside us all and like what could make us you know kill another human and that kind of thing so right it's very right. unsettling it deals with kind of like i don't even want to spoil the plot of it but it kind of deals with hypnotization and and Hmm. the human psyche if you will yeah yeah right what 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 drives us the ultimate question fascinating there's just some really great imagery in it crawls down the stairs and he goes yeah exactly yeah (laughs) there's really no moments like that not a lot of like jump scares but it's a lot of it's a lot of slow burn with punctuated by these scenes of violence kind of every once in a while that kind of mix it up yeah does criterion have just a j horror category you can select is that how you it came on your no, radar but i will say so i subscribe to the criterion collect the criterion channel uh streaming service which has a ton of good stuff on it um stuff you wouldn't even expect like it's got you know the obvious stuff that you would think but it's got all kinds of different world cinema from different countries it's got you know, movies from every decade from recent to the 1930s, you know, it's just got all this super rare, super hard to find stuff. It's got a lot of like Hong Kong Kung Fu yeah. type stuff. It's got just all, it's got animation. Wave. Yeah. yeah. Got it all. So yeah. And Cure by Kiyoshi Kurosawa, it's a sort of a cult hit for a lot of like film people online and stuff. So that's kind of how I heard about it is, is, 
just film people talking about it and recommending it. So I was like, let me check this out. Um, and you know what? This is a, yeah. an errata. I misspoke because it's um, Kyoshi Kurosawa did the high school anthology with Shimizu and no, Kurosawa's no, daughter no is Kazuko. And I thought the K, I just thought, oh, that's the name. I just didn't even fact check oh, it. Yeah. So this is the guy who he learned under. So it makes perfect okay. sense. Yeah, you no might have been confused because I do, I do know Akira Kurosawa's daughter. He does and her name starts with a, a K too. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Kaz- Kazuko. Yeah, who is not related to the other Kurosawa, but he's made these '90s horror movies. And I think, yeah, Shimizu was inspired by him. He was well, he was yeah, studying was under him at school when they did that movie. Yeah. So huh. yes, I must watch it now. Yeah, oh, I have this, not finished yeah. The Grudge. This might be your your finish for the year tomorrow, dog. It could this, be. This, this be watch cure. for Halloween Day. Yeah, that's incredible. That's actually perfect. Um, it's pretty interesting. Trial. And like I said, it's a little more of a slow burn, but if you stick with it, I think it really pays off and it's very I don't mind to watch. It. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's it's a good just, recommendation. Uh, yeah. Foreign language films can be hard for me because I, I get distracted. I look away and then, you know, I missed what they said because I didn't look at the subtitles when they were talking. And then I have to rewind mm. and be like, wait, what did they say? Because I don't speak Japanese, obviously. For you, mm-hmm. might you little know a little more than me. So you might be able to kind of follow along without even you know listening right. or, or, or the reading the... Monday night yeah right. <laughs> okay, but yeah honestly I'm, yeah but I like hearing you say that Jay. we've got a what you coming up and we're gonna check in on Mike's one pace journey and I'm gonna say mm. as well that I've been doing some little anime in my free hey. time here lately and Jacob I have the same issue where I'm trying to train myself stay away from the phone stay engaged with what you're watching so I, yeah. I, I I'm with you on that struggle dog I try to do I that too, when you're to... watching English language Mm-hmm. You can look at your phone for a minute and just listen to the movie and you don't miss as yeah, much. I'm, right? I'm hearing hilarious Dr. Fraser Crane, you know, make <laughs> jokes that I understand in English. Obviously, I can look away. The new <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paramount Plus. Yeah. One, one of the... Um, a true horror film. <laughs> one of the spinoff Juons did not... I could not ever find English subs for it. So I had to watch it with Portuguese subs and I speak a little bit of Spanish. So I had to really use my Japanese <laughs> listening. No way, oh. Mike. Yes. <laughs> It's been that's, crazy. That's inception level of language uh-huh. on language where you're like, okay, okay. There's some overlap with Spanish and Portuguese, and I can understand yeah, Portuguese like maybe is similar to Spanish, to but a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of know so, what based on that Japanese word. Okay, I got it. It was wild. Well, I think if you, you want to learn, like if you want to become fluent in Japanese, just watch a bunch of Japanese films with no subtitles. Kind of, it'll wash eventually over you. Eventually, it'll context clue it. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Mike, this is a total. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just tangent. But do you do what's that little owl app? What's the languages no. that we're all supposed to be learning? You, that's not how you're. Duolingo. I don't even know what it is. Duolingo. Thank Duolingo. you. Duolingo. I've I tried it. I can never stick with it for too long. Yeah. Um, I've brushed up on my German a little bit. I've tried Spanish a little bit. Oh wow. I'm just not hmm. a good. I'm just never been good with learning languages. I barely learned English when I was a kid. I was happy <laughs> to learn one language. I always wish I could speak other languages, but it is very difficult for me. It's not my strongest in terms of like what subjects I'm good at, that kind of thing. Like language has never been the easiest for me. I just learned through conversation. Like the books don't do it. So like, you know, it's just I pick stuff up or listening to music. But right. um, like that's why I never watch Squid Game because uh, my Korean's not good and I can't. I have oh, to read sure. it. You know what I mean? That's but annoying. Yeah. Yeah. For some people, Duolingo is very helpful kind of especially if you already know some of the language is good to just kind of refresh yourself on. Um, so I know a lot of people that have used Duolingo with some degree of success. Mm-hmm. They have a yeah. lot of different languages. I think they have Klingon on there now too. So you can learn. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking Duolingo. Way. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, 
I'm going to do yeah. Duolingo sign language. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, that's uh, ASL. Yeah. So that's um, our segment that's brought cured. to you by Duolingo. Use code yes. Yummy Spooktacular. Great list, Jacob. That that also sounds yeah. great. It sounds yeah. like your biggest recommendation was Exorcist Heretic. Mm-hmm. Exorcist 3. Exorcist 2 is the Heretic. Oh, I apologize. So it's called yes. Exorcist 3. Came out in 92 or 93. No subtitle. It's just three. Just three. Yep. Exorcist 3. William Peter okay. Blatty's Exorcist 3. And so I recommend that. I recommend Cure, uh, The Pope's Exorcist, The Last Exorcism, <laughs> probably my favorite movies of this watch. And just a shout out, the Criterion Collection, the Criterion Channel subscription, not for everybody maybe, but there's just a ton of really good stuff on there. I'm going to be utilizing it more. Um, stuff that you won't find on any other streaming service. You couldn't maybe even find it on DVD except for a Criterion release. So it's just, right. I appreciate what they do. They're curating these I think, yeah. things that be lost media in other cases or very hard to find. Aside from the Library of Congress, they're probably the most important like restoration preservation film group that Absolutely. I can think of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in that kind of sense, especially for so have a, country yeah. agnostic, language agnostic, anything that's good that's been made anywhere, they kind of have found it and kept it. Right. Safe. And a lot of people don't know they have a streaming service that has just a ton of good stuff on there. So again, not for everyone. If you don't like art movies, that kind of thing. But there is some very watchable stuff on there for more mainstream audiences as well. So, I mean, there's some Cronenberg on there, uh, Existence, like different crazy stuff on there that I love. So recommend that. Exorcist 3, two thumbs up. Check them out, normies. Thank you. Oh, well, Colin, what about your list? We want to run through. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through this one because honestly, I tried to do some kind of themes up top that didn't really pay off, and then I'm kind of not happy with went all off the, the rails. <laughs> yeah, kind of did. Fair like. enough. Uh, so again, the the whole way that I kicked this um, entire process off was um, watching Halloween first originally as the the first film to watch them when I did the original Halloween list. And then the next Mm -hmm. year I was like, I'll watch number two, the last one. So I've sort of alternated as that started. So for the sixth one here, we are back to it. I did have to start with Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. Oh man. Is this Paul Rudd? This is the Paul Rudd one. This is the last one of that sort of original trilogy, the Cult of Thor and Jacob, the (laughs) Sam that we always laugh at. So after this, we're going to get into some goofy territory. I guess I'm happy to say goodbye to Mormon Michael. Right, right. In the third year, you watch Season of the Witch as your first movie? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I think, um, again, we at least learned from that sixth movie that the same technique used to defeat Khan will defeat Michael Myers. You hit just them with a metal pipe. Just need a pipe. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Just need a pipe. That's all you need. <laughs> you know what um, we really need? You know, we had Freddy versus Jason. We need Jason versus Michael Myers. The real like, Freddy's a little different. Needs you know? to be done at this point. Yeah. Just to see things better. I think again you do. That's the thirteenth and final Jason movie. But no, but no, Mike, I think you do one just called <laughs> thirteen. Or you do F thirteen or you know, whatever you do, but you do Jason. the big Friday the 13th Jason movie. And then I think the next one you have him fight Michael and then it's just done. You're just done. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Yeah. 
Um, so after that, I, I did a theme. I tried to do just like funny horror movies because I was in a pretty bad place. I'll be honest with oh, the listeners. Where I was kind of just trying to stay light and easy for the start of this Spooktober. Mm-hmm. So I did Little Shop of Horrors. I did Dracula Great. Dead and Loving It, Haunted Honeymoon, High Anxiety, Young Frankenstein, and Repossessed, which is the Leslie Nielsen, Linda Blair, Exorcist parody film. Like literally yes. Linda Blair stars in that movie. Sure. That's right. We talked about Terrible. it on the episode. Got some Terrible. Mel Brooks yes. in there. Yeah, and and the obviously the highlight of that list is Young Frankenstein for that moment. I mean, that's the best. Mm-hmm. That's one of the best films ever made. I'll just put that out there. Right. Yeah. I mean, Mel Brooks, we're a big, big fan of his, so. We Absolutely. should Your do... grandfather, of course. I obviously have to talk up because uh, <laughs> blood-related. I am yes. Max Brooks's son. I inherited all the World War Z money. Everybody knows right. that. From a Brooks he was born, from a Brooks he will be destroyed. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. We should do a Mel episode, though. We should yeah, do... Yeah. You can't do Blazing Saddles anymore, I guess. We would do... You did have the the History of the World part. The new one on Hulu. Oh that yeah, out. he's like I never watched nine that. years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doc, I can't think about that. <laughs> we got like a bunch of younger comedy people to be in. Um, from there again, I'll just do garbage. Like I saw mm. that on Paramount Plus that Monster High Two, the <laughs> Nickelodeon franchise based on the line of Monster Girl dolls, got a um yeah uh, a film released. I just want to shout out real quick. The character of Frankie Stein. These are all girls who uh-huh. you know, go to school and they're monsters or whatever. Frankie Stein uh, uses the pronouns they, them because she's made up of a bunch of bodies. Oh, look Fantastic. at that. Fantastic. Perfect. I thought that was great. There's and a non-binary character. Literally yeah. this year, like released okay. on the day I watched it. Now, I have a friend who is weirdly loves that universe and posts mm. about it on instagram like monster high it's out we got the dolls she loves she, it she's like an adult a, woman i think they have a show too mike i think there's an yeah. elvira doll that's why it's kind of on my mm. radar i'm like right. oh elvira knows what it is okay so i've heard of the monster high universe Krakens versus mermaids or whatever it's, that dream. <laughs> it's not ruby gilman jacob <laughs> yeah. it's monster high sure. yeah uh, that's funny it's bad after that, I did seven, you know, just great. I did the Prom Night remake. Um, mm. I did the Black Christmas remake, which is called mm. Xmas, but not the latest one. This was the 2006 one. Mm. Fantastic cast. Mike, it has Mary Elizabeth Winston in it. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you check what? it out. I, I don't know. <laughs> How did I miss that? Um, do you guys like an Xmas? I don't like the term Xmas. Yeah. Neither I don't does mind Drake. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind it, but it's whatever. Then I saw a little thing called Meg to the Trench. Yeah. Amazing. What do you think? That little dog survived. That little dog survived. <laughs> Mike, yeah. I really enjoyed the first one. Mm. This one, I didn't like the time spent down in the trench. It's too dark down there. I it cannot see anything. It's got the there. Namor issue from Wakanda. Yeah, I, I give you that. The trench time was too long. But everything yes. up top at the resort was fun. Yes. But that's just me watching a Jurassic Park movie. I want to watch Monsters Attack Fun Island because it's like, that's Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. And I had more fun with this than Jurassic Park sequels, to be yes. fair. Yeah. Agreed. Because it knows. 100%. Yeah. He'll take the job. I'll find your shark. I'll find your shark. And you saw the first one as well, Colin? That's the best movie ever made. I, that was on <laughs> one of my top 10 lists one year that we did our end of the year countdowns. And I believe, Jacob, you were like, that's insane. That's a bad movie. <laughs> I saw I was that like, movie no, it's theaters. a good movie. Jaws watched so the Meg but, could uh, run. 
Yeah. Yeah. That big dog, he crushes that little dog, or that big shark crushes the dog that's in the little inflatable ball that he's like running in the water. Do you remember that? It's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love bits. that Jason Statham is just the world's shark hunting expert, I guess. He's the um, greatest. But I do want to check out Meg 2. That is on Peacock or one of those streamings now. So yes, I think now. it is a, a Peacock original. So yeah, yeah good to get on your pop on your cock for Cocktober. <laughs> we mm-hmm. all love it. That's yep. right. One more day. Uh, then I did a little film there. called Jason Takes Manhattan. Nice. Uh, then The Lawnmower Man, Lawnmower Man 2, Beyond mm. Cyberspace. Terrible. All terrible. The Cyber. Sentinel, the worst movie I've seen, this thing called The <laughs> Sentinel. It's by the guy, Michael Winner, who's the Death Wish director. It's basically just a porno. It's absolutely oh, terrible. Oh, jeez. Yeah. On Netflix. Um, this uh, Comedy Central original film called Cursed Friends that has, like, Nicole Byer and John Gabris and Harvey Gillian. Like, all these, like, mm. current comedians. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's terrible. Jeez. Um, Mike, I don't know if you've ever heard of this movie. It's called The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lost Boys. Boys. Cry, little sister. <laughs> like saxophones Cry, and oil. All I think when I see that sax guy is, who is this guy? What is his story? How is he in this film? There is lore. I just don't remember it off the top of my head. But it's well, out there if you want to know. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I love that movie. real vampires in that movie to monitor it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. You know what? Weirdly, a lot of the movies we've been watching... There's always somebody named Mike. Like in 70% yep. of the so Friday the 13th, Mike, Mike Myers. Woody, Michael. And then even if you know, yep. we'll get to Freddy, Austin but Powers. that dude's named Mike. I'm like, why is everybody named Mike in these movies? Yep. Yep. A lot of times they die. Anyway. Yes. But I love Lost Boys. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland invented the mullet, he claims, which I currently have one. That's right. Wow. Well, Incredible. Yeah, you know, Mike, Bauer. he also said, uh, I, I heard a quote from him. Jacob will love this because he's your, he's your boy, Jack Bauer, where he was doing an interview one time and he says, so, uh, Sorry, are there like kids present? Okay, so anytime I go to uh, let's call them dancing bars, uh, <laughs> they uh, the DJ loves to turn that song on. Cry, sister. Right. I'll always get like a head nod, and they'll send over some beers. <laughs> you're like, Keeper Sutherland is just going to strip clubs and just yeah. like, they're playing the Lost Boys soundtrack. <laughs> no, and I do like that song. Party. Yeah. God, oh, can you imagine? Are there children present? <laughs> dancing bars. Dancing I'd really like to tell my anecdotal story about dancing bars. Are there children around? I really need to share this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got to tell you about a fucking strip club. I At least to. he wants to make sure it's clear. At least he's considerate. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. And another Corey so Feldman tie in to our Jason. And Mike, I'll be honest with you. That's the first one I'm on here where I'm seeing five stars. Lost Boys was the highlight of my viewing this year. I had a, I had a great time going through that again. And because, uh, of yeah. course, I know we said it, but. To cover the son of the man who starred in Exorcist, like I, I wanted to watch it to be like this is so interesting. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's there's that's just wild to me. Um, I then I did movie. the first of the It remake. I also watched it chapter two and texted you guys. I didn't log it because I, I apparently had already logged it for a previous uh, mm. Halloween. But that that's one of the worst movies ever. I've seen Halloween those. <laughs> and I haven't Bushy seen the director of Flash. Yeah. I mean, boy, it shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, a 90s film called Witchboard 2, The Devil's Doorway, terrible. Mm. An American film called The Grudge. A oh. not American film called Juan the Grudge. Oh, uh, yes. Bubba Hotep, I said earlier. Now, here's where I'll say Derek Mears again. Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Now, mm. I'm only giving mm. this bad boy three stars. Have any of you guys ever seen that before? I believe I have. I had to go to recesses the, in my mind. Uh, is that the one with Heath Ledger or no? I'm thinking. 
No, that is the Gr- Grim Brothers. The Grim or whatever. Brothers, yeah. That's the Brothers yes, Grimm. The, the oh, Brothers sorry. Grimm, thank you. This That's is Hawkeye? No, I haven't Terry seen Gibson. it. Yes. Yeah. This is here's, – here's my pitch on Hansel and Gretel because I love that film Ooh. Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, of course. Now, look. Here's what which Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters is. It's you're taking a mid-level – superhero action star who hasn't popped yet you're making him the lead of a european super cheap monster action franchise with the hot dame kate beckinsale on that mm-hmm. Gemma arteron and this both british hmm. uh and just kind of like having fun monster stuff wait who's but the guy in this well it's Jer- fucking james james remner jeremy remner no 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 what's hawkeye yeah, oh, Jeremy Jeremy Remmer. Uh, but yeah. my point is, Derek Mears, who played our previous uh, Jason that we were talking about in the Great yes. Remake, mm-hmm. plays he played Swamp a Swamp Thing, but he plays a practical troll in this oh. as well. Whoa! Has prosthetics. I mean, it's one of the most amazing costume makeup jobs they've done in probably the last ten years. It's so Whoa. complex and interesting, and it's something you'd see on The Witcher show or something. So sure. amazing job. That looks that great. Good. I just pulled up a picture. Dang, that's cool. Well, Colin, I'm surprised uh, we haven't finished your list yet, but the movie Renfield was also streaming on uh, Peacock. You but I already watched it. It's terrible. Out. I hate Renfield. Oh, okay, I haven't watched it. I did not like Megan Renfield. Earlier today, but I was looking, I was like, should I watch Renfield right no. now? No, you okay. should not. It is not <laughs> worth it, in my opinion. Um, then I watched the female witch coven movie, The Craft, the, the 90s mm-hmm. film. I don't know if Love you guys liked that yeah. growing up. Love The Craft. Yeah. That was a sleepover staple. Yeah. Um, Watch this movie called Five Nights at Freddy's that we'll talk about. Right, right. Yeah. Then watch the John Cusack, Edgar Allan Poe film, The Raven. Because um, oh. I guess, Mike, maybe we talk about this now real quick to say yeah. I didn't finish that Edgar Allan Poe Follow the House of Usher show yet, but I was in yes. a very Poe mood. The Flanagan. And I know you've been enjoying it so much as well. I have finished it as well. Bye. And um, that's that's Poe related as well. I've said that's a good movie. I like that. Yeah, but yeah, I did finish Fall of the House of Usher, and I loved it. And I think honestly, Mm -hmm. the last episode there's like one scene that ties the themes together really well. No no spoilers, but like it's it's Mm. just so fucking well written the whole show, and like they it it's the last episode really it delivers. I'm I'm interested in that. Obviously, I'm a big Flana head. I'm a big Flanagan Mm -hmm. fan, and I've seen you know Hill House. Fly Manor, Midnight Mass. Never saw You're Midnight sleep. Club. Love Doctor oh, Sleep. Love mm-hmm. Ouija, uh, the sequel. Um, <laughs> but, I'm a big fan again. Yeah, I'm a fan again. I do want to <laughs> check this out. It looks here. interesting. And I like the concept of kind of retelling. And I'm familiar with the original, you know, the, the Fall of the House of Usher, these original right. Poe short stories and stuff, like the Cask of Amante. Yeah, Tito each episode is like yeah. a different short story too. So it's it's, okay. yeah, it's pretty Mass clever. Yeah. Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. his usual people. To me, he's like the new Ryan Murphy, right? He reuses a lot of the same, you know, American Horror Story. You'd always use a lot of the same Sarah Paulson and all these people. Um, Mike Flanagan has his guys and his gals, right? His wife, Katie mm-hmm. Seagal, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, Katie Sackoff know, too. Yeah. yeah, but it's um, I like I like Mike Flanagan's work more than American Horror Story. I could never get into a whole oh, season yeah. of American Horror Story, but I've seen every one of his series. Agreed. Yeah. Like his his shows are all better, but he reuses a lot of the same, and a lot of the Midnight Mass actors are in the Fall of the House of Usher, right? Yeah, yeah, and I love that. And they were in you know Haunting of Bly Manor and Bly Manor, and all that yeah. stuff too. So mm-hmm. I, I love I this love one. Oculus. I don't know where I place it. I yeah, but it's 
fantastic. It's very sharp, very well written. So I really like House of Usher. Uh, did you clear your Henry Thomas? Oh, Henry Thomas, Henry Thomas, incredible. It's the Raven. Bruce it's Greenwood, Pike. right? Oh, yes, sorry. Bruce Greenwood. Yeah. Bruce gotcha. Greenwood, Captain, or the other Captain Pike. Right, right. That's right. Um, but finishing it off here with my last three: Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Worth a watch. There's an incredible pro- uh, prosthetic moment where Tony Todd gets his face cut and a bunch of bees come out. Where again, you Ooh. think those are really bees on his face. That's he was crazy. getting a thousand dollars for every stinger. Yeah. You hope, <laughs> hope for the so. sequel. Yeah. He's still getting that deal. But I need you that pray to That's God. on his rider. He doesn't. By that show point, you, you're, you imagine him just being like, cover me in bees. I don't give a shit. They're mm-hmm. like, Tony, no, you like you're too thirsty for the the extra. Right. I'm trying to get Tony a boat. Todd. Love yeah. Him. Incredible. Uh, then I did Urban Legend, which was like one of those Scream ripoffs, stars Jared Leto. It's terrible. Uh, I wanted to shout out Danielle Harris, our beloved little girl who I started my year off with, mm-hmm. who's, who's the little girl. Um, well, sh- she's not in six, but is in four and five. And oh, Jamie oh, Lloyd. Yes. And then, yes, she's and then in, uh, the Jacob Rob grows Zombie. up to be in yes. your Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie Halloween. Disrespects her <laughs> like a fucking topless scene. Yeah. Like a dirty topless scene. I think Maybe she gets she like assaulted or something. I'm yeah. terrible. She, it's fucked in urban legend, it's just her getting assaulted in a room too. Like it, it uh, really. I don't. What a what a career she's had. I think uh, she then, wanted to come back for the David Gordon Green ones, but they insulted her by like low amount of money. So she was like, no. Damn. She still does so. horror movies and stuff. Still, I think she likes the genre and always has. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's a scream queen. She's a yeah, legit absolutely. scream queen. Yeah. Yep. But finished it off with Zodiac. I, I did mm. um, great movie, the, the classic Zodiac. David that is Fincher, a five star David Fincher film. So. Nice, nice. I'll reveal here what I'm thinking about doing for my last one is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. One of my mm. absolute favorite films of all time. Just a classic. perfect end of the year classic fun. Directed film by the Chiodos brothers. I think. Who? Hmm. That's where the did band Chiodos do... got their name from. Oh, is that because I was gonna say, did they do anything notable other than Ernest Scared Stupid, which of course they reuse the puppets of the killer clowns to be the goblins in those films? That's right, they painted them, repainted them. That's right. I'm not sure, but that's a good Ernest movie. I'm I'm a fan of a good Ernest film. The good Ernest movie. (laughs) I like Goes to Camp, but I'm not sure. Everybody says Goes to Camp makes them cry. I don't remember that from the karate sleepover I, that I saw that. He sings a song to his turtle about being lonely and it's very yes, heartfelt. You can only see, you can't oh, they, see tears in the rain or yeah, whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I don't want to hear it. They work sorry, on sorry. the puppets for Team America World Police. Oh, oh that kind of actually makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. As right. well as, as doing stuff on the Critters movies. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, that's oh. awesome. I love yeah. that. That is cool. Okay. Like this other side of the practical effects world. Um, All right, Mike. Yeah. So Let's you know, like what twenty nine of my thirty five are the Grudge or Friday the Thirteenth. So this should be pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was the four that we did prior. I did go to yeah. see in theaters a Haunting in Venice. Um, oh wow! Little pseudo spooky uh, little mystery Hercule movie. Pro. Yeah, it was fun. Mm. I, I don't think I'd like Hercule Poirot more than um, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. But who the? Uh, oh, then um, Colonel Glass Sanders. Onion. What the hell is his name? No, what's yeah. Glass Onion's name? Are you talking about Benoit? Oh, Benoit. Benoit Blanc. I like Benoit Blanc more. He doesn't, but he's got a southern charm. I think you walked in here and told him you were gonna. You know, I like I like Benoit Blanc, but I do like Poirot. He's very interesting. It was a fun mystery, some spooky stuff. Yeah, 
So, so that was fine. And you didn't even know going into this, you didn't know that this was part of a larger series that kind of. Oh, you hadn't seen the other three two? of these movies. Nope, now. I had yeah. no idea. Oh, this is of wild. course the famous character, the Agatha Christie character, who's been played by many different actors mm-hmm. over the years. But Kenneth Branagh has, pro- has kind of brought him back and done uh, Murder on the Nile and uh, Mur- or Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile. And now and a haunting in Venice, haunting in Venice. which yes. I think, Mike, the short series based on is called Halloween. So talk Halloween. about so yeah. appropriate or Halloween yeah. party or something. Because like it, it, it's, so uh, cool. it's during a Halloween party in Venice. They throw That's in this awesome. old mansion for the kids. They tell them scary stories. And then a mystery is afoot. And they have to send the kids home. And this one was marketed more just as a horror movie. So I wonder how many people yeah. actually went into it without even knowing that it was. Yeah. Hercule Perot story. We were going yeah, a couple yeah, weeks. We went like a couple weeks after where it was kind of late and there were a lot of people in there. So maybe they were like, oh, it's a scary movie. But oh, uh, that's awesome, right. dude. You know, it's got Michelle Yeoh, fresh off yep. her Oscar, you know, win. I've been to the movies in so long. Oh, how was Tina Fey? She was very charming, honestly. Her her chemistry with um, Kenneth Branagh was actually really nice. Uh, it was one of the better wow. parts of the movie. I was like, damn, Tina Fey. I'm I seeing not her. Tina Fey here. Like you're, you're acting well. You're charming. So wow. check it out. Definitely want to see that one. My sister saw that. And recommended as well. So there you go. Yeah. The only other thing I watched that wasn't The Grudge or something we've talked about was Fall of the House of Usher. And then I guess now it's time because I watched Freddy versus Jason and Jacob didn't. I'm like, but well, what are the origins though? So I figured I'd watch right. Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> to see uh, yes. where this came <laughs> from. Freddy, so, okay, to get us there. so let's get into it. Now we have talked up. You know, this yeah. very well could have been an entire episode. I mean, obviously, this uh, huge the franchise, franchise yeah. yeah, like yeah. a lot to talk about there. This was a highly anticipated movie. Um, I've told well, the anecdote over and over again. I think I finally remember what it was. It was Fast X, mm-hmm. um, where we saw that, and then the trailer was for um, the, the Five Night at Freddy's, and the audience just went crazy. Uh, and mm-hmm. I got to say, guys. I did not like this movie. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, guys, yeah. I don't think we're the target demographic. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. everybody keeps so, saying that. What does that mean? To, I'll explain to, to you, Colin, exactly, yeah. because I know a little bit about this franchise and its fan base kind of. Its fan base is pretty much exclusively like 12-year-olds, you know, like Maybe. younger kids who love these, love these games because these games are the perfect game for streamers to react to right because they're all mm-hmm. about these jump scares and stuff oh, and that's why there's words. that matt pat cameo who colin do yep. you know who matt pat is no tell <laughs> he me know what who that matt cameo means a lot i'll pull up the numbers Jacob. You, explain diner, you know when they're in that diner scene and the waiter comes up that is matt pat who is a famous streamer i believe matthew uh, patrick who reacts to and one of his popular things that he does is reacts to like uh, Five Nights at Freddy. Well, that's cool gameplay, and so all the kids love him. And the thing about it is, there's this extended lore of this franchise that where someone like Mike would watch Vati Vidya talk about Dark Souls or Elden Ring, right? There's right. All and- these fan theories and stuff regarding this franchise that these kids are obsessed with. So there's all these Easter eggs and stuff in this movie that we didn't even catch, but people- I caught them. Okay, you caught him. <laughs> because here's the thing, Matt Pat okay. made these streams too, but like Markiplier would be a big streamer, but Matt Pat also has a channel called The Game Theorist, right? And so he oh. would go through and break down the lore theories for Five Nights yeah, at Freddy's. I love that. That's for a large stretch of his career, episodes, they were like right? his most popular videos. Yeah. And it was yeah. like body video, exactly. But it's all the kids watching him. But I was like, I never played the games, but I was like, this is kind of interesting. So I would watch them. 
So I do know so a little bit about the lore. But in so Jacob, you've never. So that's why he says one. it's just a theory. That's the catchphrase of his yeah. show. So he comes and he says, say, well, don't you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day or something. Or he says, lunch is the most important meal of the day. And then someone at the table says, I thought that was breakfast. And he said, well, that's just a theory because that's like. His catchphrase oh, on the game theorist. <laughs> Guys, a game theory. I don't know. That. <laughs> I don't know. Cameo that you didn't even know about. I, yeah. I think if I'm allowed to lean over and be like. That's Thanos. He's the leader of the fucking <laughs> mm-hmm. Eternals. Yeah. Like you, you are allowed to be a kid who's like, that's Matt. Patton. Some somebody exactly. clapped when they saw him. I guarantee it. Sure. Like, you know. And there's another cameo when there's the taxi driver when they get in a taxi towards <clears> the end, and that guy gets a scene. That's another like famous streamer. I so didn't the fact know that. that we don't even know these people, but it's like that's cool. You know, the, the, the fan base of this game is eating this shit up, and they're like. But, yeah, but exactly okay, sure. Okay, yeah. I guess. And I guess there are these Easter the eggs. The suits look but, correct. Yeah, that but, kind of thing. Well, interesting. But Jacob, just to confirm, you've never played this. No. Okay. Never played played you them. said you I've, had not. I have I've not seen either. gameplay of them. I've never played them myself. I, sure, I've definitely yeah. seen some as well. I think there's a new one called like Security Breach or something that every time yeah, I go to GameStop, people are like, this is pretty cheap and good. You might like this. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah. he, my point is, how can you be satisfied when, to me, the whole loss is, the premise is so good. Five Nights at Freddy's. This movie should be, somehow, I don't know how you keep writing it in, but that this person has to survive five fucking nights of terror of animal robots coming at you and grabbing you, you right. getting away, the clock mm-hmm. ticking down, we have to get to sunrise. And this no, movie none is of that. none of that. It it's is mostly it's about mainly this, a guy taking pills and having dreams. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. It's way too much about PETA's history with his brother yes. being kidnapped. I, Josh Hutcherson is his name. Uh, I think of him as PETA. But it's, yeah, his name is well, Mike, Hunger. Jacob, in this film. <laughs> That's Mike. He's not the Hunger Games kid. But and a lot of people are saying, like, well, you don't understand. The PG-13 thing, that is good for the kids. It's important that it's bloodless. I wasn't setting out to make an R movie. That's not this franchise. Yes, that's a good defense. I agree with that. Not all movies need to be R. Kids should be allowed mm-hmm. to watch this. This is a kid's franchise. This should not be rated R. Right. But this film seems just magnetically opposed to showing or creating any tension or yeah. having any stakes or showing any violence or showing anything sort of threatening or anything and just seems yeah. to instead just go like, let's just get all that out of the way so instead we can keep talking about what everybody wants to know, which is saying the names of these characters out loud. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. wow, okay. Well, Mike pretty much finds out that these are like, these are ghosts. These- they're possessed by the children of or the ghosts of children, and that his reaction to that is like the most energy reaction yeah. you could Ooh. possibly have to it. He's like Keanu. Yeah. It's like he's on sleep. Yeah. Well, he is on sleeping pills only, but it's yeah. like he is when he's awake too. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, don't go seems... near there, sister. They, they might be dangerous. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but then they're not suddenly. Um, yeah. Spring trap. They definitely just spent because it is more or less following the lore from the last time I looked at it eight years ago. Yeah. But like it's basically it, following the plot of the first game and they want to make a sequel that follows the plot of the next in, game. But right. when you're playing that game, you are I no, guarantee the, the actively the running away from yeah, these things or going like through Easter you know, I gotta get a key to unlock this. There is none of that. There is only nothing. very briefly in the beginning when he's first coming into the job, but it's pretty much immediately like all kind of the entire game takes place in gone. one room. Colin, yeah, you never leave the true? control room. 
And all you yeah, can do is closing doors and you have yeah, a limited amount of power to either close doors or turn on cameras. And if you're looking at them with a camera, they can't move. So you have to like keep an eye on the other ones and it's just making sure they yeah. don't get oh. to you. So it's a power that management. That's not game. what I thought at all. That's cr- <laughs> it's a power management. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Mike. It's resource management and with a jump scare if you fail. Um, but right. Mike. but he should be trying like, oh, I, I got to yeah. get the power to the door to close it on time. Yeah, instead even of that the, I would take. Instead of because yeah. all the lore stuff, the reason there's 10 hours of fucking content about it is because none of it is in the gameplay. So right. the movie is about just the shit that doesn't kids. matter. Yeah. Like yeah. all the Dark Souls lore, you kind of read between the lines and item descriptions. And but stuff, I don't want right? to see a movie about the Dark Souls that. lore. I want to yeah, see about the experience yeah, of playing it. Tech screens. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, they focus yeah. the script on all the the bullshit lore and none of the not the feeling of the game, the anxiety or the yes. fear. Right. I agree with you. And it's so like I found this movie so confusing. The way his yes. dreams were connected to reality and he could talk to these or his sister could talk to these kids and like he's like we'll ask him about but her Garrett, dreams you know? all, her, her drawings also seem to show the future <laughs> yeah <laughs> none yeah. of it made any sense to me matthew lillard is in it he's uh, great matthew lillard, yeah he's great I, in it. here's here's That's my it. opinion on that mm-hmm. i think with all the scream resurgence and he has had i think people are of the age now where they really have to explain to themselves why they had a crush on shaggy <laughs> Where, like, they literally have to be like, Matthew Lillard is dreamy. You guys don't understand. Look at him in this scene of screams. He needs to be in better movies. He needs to be Mm -hmm. in good movies. But I think he capitalized and his agent was like, there's a lot of buzz about you being in those scream movies. You should do another horror movie. And I think Mm. he was like, well, this one is established, has a fan base, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And instead, it just sucks, man. I don't know. That's the thing is, like, people, everyone that we, our age is saying it's bad. Critics didn't like it. But all the the diehard fans of this franchise love this movie and are raving about it. Made eighty it million dollars. It is a twenty yeah. percent on Rotten Tomato, and right. it made a record <laughs> opening Halloween uh, day right. amount. And it's simult. I was saying this to Jacob, uh, Mike, but the simultaneous release on Peacock, which is what it did, and then mm-hmm. in theaters as well, does not seem to have hurt its box office. Almost implying people aren't aware of Peacock. <laughs> that they're almost like, oh, I didn't me. even know that that's out. No, yeah, I did not even Peacock know either. Peacock is one of the better streaming services. It like, is. I, I feel like I use Peacock more than Netflix these yes. days. They have movies and they've got Twisted Metal and like weird original originals. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poker Face. Yes. Yeah. Well, Continental. whatever. Right. Again, this movie wasn't um, made for us, uh, but I'm glad we could talk about it so we can capitalize on the SEO. So if you want to yell at us right. in the comments, at least you're leaving a comment. Thank you child five nights at freddy's um didn't get a chance to see exorcist believer or saw 10 in theaters didn't see this in theaters either but i would like to at some point check out the third uh... i wouldn't have wanted to see this in theaters no no i would have imagined the crowd spend money (laughs) yeah i was hyped yeah well it's an interesting premise yeah um colin i wanted to ask you've seen megan of course i watched that today that was a lot of fun yeah any other new movies that you guys can recommend? No, I'm definitely going to check out Terrifier. I want to know what's going on there. Yeah, that's, I'm that's curious. what I've sort of taken away from this. Yeah. Yeah, I would say two is better than one, but you should watch one first because it really sets up what two I just can't is. Imagine. There's we're some back real gross the, out scenes. Right, so we're back to the, into that. Yeah. Juwan. You got to watch the old VHS one and then you can watch the main one. It's like right. that vibe. The steps he took, right? But anyway, I do want to check short. out Terrifier. 
Uh, we have not picked a movie for the we're ha- little group thing we're having. If there's a suggestion, mm. I'll suggest a, something maybe Terrifier if they're doing that. Yes. Or yeah, Killer Clown. Depends on what kind of movies they like. I don't know what they're looking yeah. for, but... It's yeah. one option that seems strong if they're into that vibe. But anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we? Uh, that was our list. Yes, it? let's yeah. let's jump over, give our final thoughts on this spooky season that we've been enjoying here. We're back. On Norman Blake, us where we are wrapping up the spookiest season, Halloween. Ween, ween. Uh, I like both those posters. I don't know which one I like better. We're looking at the Halloween shirts yeah. my two co-hosts are wearing similar. right now. If you're watching along on YouTube, they are dope Halloween. as hell. Mm-hmm. Do, do, yeah, and the super-sized oh, episode. Yeah, let's do some quick video game stuff to wrap up. Um, hmm. Jacob, you can be Michael Myers in Fortnite <laughs> right now. You can get that little yes. emote where he plays that little song. Fact, uh, <laughs> Mike and I played a little Fortnite the other night as two Michael Myers is going around. You guys both uh, were? I was Corey yeah. Cunningham and he was Michael Myers, to be fair. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You were wearing <laughs> the mask. Right. He knew not to kill you, Mike. Yeah, yeah yes. exactly. <laughs> say, and I was much less skilled at it, too. Wow. Well, I wouldn't say that. No, I think Corey, great. no, no the best but Corey Cunningham is no Michael Myers, is all I'm that's saying. Right. That's the same with you and me Fortnite. It's just like in Halloween exactly. Kills. You had a gross exactly. beard. Jacob um, had been living in a sewer for exactly a year. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say the amount of money I've wasted on Fortnite skins, in particular oh. this last month, because there's been some good sort of spooky-themed ones. And I'll yes. tell you what's been in the shop that I've gotten recently. Mm-hmm. Ash from Evil Dead. Yes. Uh, which comes with a chainsaw hand for a pickaxe, which is great. <sighs> And the Necronomicon mm-hmm. you can put on your back, and it has a little animation that opens when you kill someone. That's a lot oh, of fun. Oh, I love uh, it. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. I got an alien bundle that has Ripley and the Xenomorph, so I can play as the Xenomorph, which is a lot of fun. <sighs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> a Xenomorph with a freaking sniper rifle? Come on. Yeah. What could be better? And then mm-hmm. I got, of course, Michael Myers. <clears throat> and I got Jack Skellington. Oh, so also cool. in the store. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie or Christmas movie? It's more of a Christmas movie, I would argue. I think I the message is about Christmas during Christmas season. Yeah, agree. I, it's a good. You can watch it any time between October and December. That's true. It's a good transition. My point. argument again is that the first scene is Jack literally coming back and going, "Yep, washed my hands. That was a great Halloween. We're done with that." And the yes. rest of the movie is Christmas. Exactly. So. That's a very good point. Very good point. Yeah. That movie still holds up, in my opinion. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Um, That's incredible, dog. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I spent capitalism money on Michael Myers. I, I, I would maybe never take the Michael Myers one off. It's too funny. It's it, killing fun. in yeah. Fortnite as Michael Myers is classic. And yeah. When you swing the knife, it makes a sound effect, too, right? It makes a sort of a horror movie sting, which is a lot ding, of fun. Ding, ding. So now and every character I have has to use that knife. <laughs> Even yeah, like Optimus yes. Prime, Ahsoka, they're all use Michael Myers' oh, knife. Oh he God. also has a jack-o'-lantern you can put on his back, and when you're not holding the knife, he sticks the knife into the jack-o'-lantern uh, and presented by an animation. It's a lot of fun. You know, they put a lot of creativity into these Fortnite skins. I have to give Epic Games a lot of credit for these skins. You know, they're expensive. I spend money mm-hmm. on a cosmetic in a game, but they're very well done. Fair enough. Um, I love being Michael Myers. Of course, he loves, famous for using guns all the time. He uses guns in these movies, yeah. right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> but you can drive a car as him, which is nice. You can get that real feel of the first movie. You get to drive a car <laughs> as Michael Myers. That's right. Maybe somebody thought about a drive. <laughs> Pretty soon, Mike and I will team up with Friends of the Pod, of course, Matt and Minette, Joe, we can get a foursome going. All Michael Myers is hopefully four that would Michael be a lot of Myers. fun. <laughs> the four horsemen. Yeah. yeah I just wish I could be the main character from Halloween 3. Divorced yeah. dad man. The detective. Right. <laughs> it's a doctor, not even a cop. Yeah, uh, Mike, did you play final. anything else spooky for the year? I haven't played much spooky, but I do know Resident Evil 4 DLC came out and it's supposedly very good. So I do want to play mm. that. Uh, but I haven't played much game since I've returned. But. We will. I'll do a quick shout out and tell you guys something that sucks. Um, mm. So in college, I was convinced to buy an Xbox 360 because the video game Alan Wake came out. And I was like, mm. I'm going to love this. And I bought mm-hmm. a Costco bundle, played that game through, ended up loving that Xbox 360 in my college years. Like Joe and I would fucking oh, talk about great horror memories. I'd bring that over to his house, play fucking Dead Rising 2. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Those yeah, fucking mall that. games. God, do some co-op on that. That was the Make fucking some best. improvised weapons. Yeah. Fuck yes, yeah. dude. But bummer. So I Alan Wake, Alan Wake 2, two just came out. Getting right. incredible reviews. Yeah. I was Seems like, I cannot great. wait. I'm gonna refresh myself. Went to turn on my Xbox 360 and my controllers no longer work. So I unfortunately oh. cannot play that anymore. Oh, no. Try to change the batteries. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's something internal. So, oh. but the Xbox still works, just not the controllers. Yes, yes. Right. I've stuff. heard good things about Alan Wake too. I've never played the series myself. Don't really know what it is, other than it's like a horror kind of thing. Um, amazing reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alan Wake two getting good reviews right now. I will Wake say, Colin, what else is right now in the Fortnite? skin store <laughs> alan wake you can buy oh. him <laughs> so you can play as him in that kind of a kind of like a drunk writer oh okay yeah. interesting yeah while you're waiting for the controller to arrive you can just play as him in fortnite that's yeah, right here we go we get one alan wake with three <laughs> michael myers is going right um i always like to ask you at the end of these and i might have the same answer that i have previously but that's too bad listeners call me out if it's true but colin starting with you what is one or two, you know, a couple really, really underrated horror movies you think that people should check out, you know, that usually. I, I really came up with this vibe that I'm calling party movies. And to me, that's like the Candyman. Mm. That's the killer clowns. That's something that is totally original, weird imagery that you can put on and kind of mute while you're drinking with people and be like, mm-hmm. Yo, what the fuck is this? This is awesome. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that vibe. Like a Texas Chainsaw 2 for me would fall yes. into that category. Yes, that's ab- Mike, absolutely yeah. that would fall into that. Dennis yes. Hopper, Chainsaw, but Sword these guys, Fighting. Excuse me, is this like a duel at the end here with chainsaws? And you're like, yeah. hey, pass me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. No sound needed. But how about but you, dude? I want to hear. For me, I always suggest one of the greatest um, like creature features ever, and it's Pumpkinhead. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, what is that? Who directed that? Stan Winston? Yeah. Special so, effects guru Stan Winston. Yeah, the only film he directed. So it's like the effects are super great. He designed the creature and it's just classic revenge tale. You know, I think uh, Pumpkinhead. Just watch it. It's really, really good. And the creature looks great. If you like practical effects, dog. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's great. And the storyline's great, too. Like, I like the idea of 
summoning a revenge demon, then you feel bad about it. But guess what? Too bad. There's no backsies, no take backsies, right? Right. Um, Jacob, what about you? For me, again, I'll say Exorcist three, Exorcist three, Exorcist three. Hey, Watch yeah. it, normies. You won't regret it. Um, and you know, I talked. I think I talked about this movie last year, but um, some underrated John Carpenter. Prince of Darkness to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. You know, people talk about The Thing, obviously, Halloween, all these great John Carpenter movies, but his Apocalypse trilogy, which is The Thing, Prince of Darkness, and then In the Mouth of Madness, all mm-hmm. excellent. And I think Prince Prince of Darkness is really a standout for me. Very spooky vibes on that one. So check that out, noise. All Dr. right. Dr. Lemus is back. As a That's right. Even drunker priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All the time with Michael That's, really that weighs deals on with. You science yeah. versus religion and all that great stuff really good stuff there those nice. are some great wrecks y'all these were maybe some of my favorite episodes that we have covered for a spooktacular great just, picks this year y'all yeah. i mean i can't believe the sheer number of franchises slash genre like yeah the grudge wasn't and enough then, friday the 13th yep. jacob watched every exorcist movie ever made almost you know like, yes much, but then mike like the it. fact that you were like hey i figured out this chronological thing that we're doing and it was like oh this yeah. is cool <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing a theme. 90s, 2000s. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Um, yeah. Horror through the years, different genres. And I mean, over the years, we've covered so many great franchises and yes. stuff. Our Halloween episode is one of my favorites. Yes, going me back. too. Um, and I'm excited to do you know more next year. And I think I said this last year, I'm going to keep watching some spooky movies, even heading into November. I think last year I watched like three more and then started like watching other to. genres. But uh yeah, there's some other movies I want to catch. And having seen so many Friday 13th, I want to see some other ones that I may have missed uh, under the radar. So I love spooky season. I love the fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. I love talking movies with you guys. We came, we did a Gremlins for Christmas. We got maybe we yes. come back with a Black Xmas or Black something. Right, maybe, right, yeah, right. maybe we'll find our way with a Santa's sleigh or a Jack right. Frost a or a. Yeah! Wow, you're I right. love that Krampus movie. <laughs> That's true. I've never What's seen the that, Krampus movie. What's that new? Not bad Santa, but the uh, oh oh the new Santa kicks ass the or whatever. What the, that one fucking rules, dude! Yeah. It rules. Yeah, with uh, you know, Stranger David Things, Harbor. David yeah. Harbor. Yeah, with Stranger yeah. Thing. Joe like that one too. I think you recommend. Yeah, that so. movie's great. That's a Christmas classic in the making. Silent That's Night, cool. Deadly Night Two, Garbage Day. That's right. Oh, you know. <laughs> Um, I think it was called just Silent oh, Night. Oh, Violent Night. Violent Night. Violent yeah, Night was Violent. the David Harbour one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Garbage Day meme is Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Um, Classic. T- terrible well, Normies, let us know what you've been watching. Yeah. We want to hear what comments. We, hey, we know you just rang our doorbell, said trick or treat. You've been waiting for candy this whole time, and we've You're just been telling you what we watched. Yeah, we <laughs> for you. We just gave you two hours of just saying, no, 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 stay, come in here, young man. Listen to our spooktacular. Let me tell you about 35 too. movies that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's, it's like we said. It's not just the spookiest season. It's the happiest season for us. Mm-hmm. We watched some stuff that made us happy. We watched some stuff That's that right. made us realize we're alive in this great, wonderful world. Uh, mm-hmm. and we hope you did too. And there's some weird stuff going on in the world right now. And maybe that's mm. a great way to distract us. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope everybody's Very safe true. out there. Happy Halloween. Love you all. Yes. Happy Halloween. Absolutely. Happy Honda days. 
Happy um, haunted days. And who knows what's coming up next? Who knows what's spooky? But I know for sure that Dead Man Tell No Tales. But we'll there's see that ends up. Th- we haven't Ooh. seen the last of spooky skeletons. Spooky scary skeletons. We talked a little haunted mansion in this. Maybe Disney has another a spooky franchise based on a ride, but it might not be R rated. We are talking Big Thunder Mountain. That's right. That's right. Jungle Cruise. That's right. We've got some good episodes the, um, coming up. But yeah. we got a that's based on Song of the South, right? That <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. But uh, yeah, the some great episodes coming up. All racism. <laughs> oh, geez. And then uh yeah, that is the spookiest of all. Um but check out right. YouTube. Check yep. out yes. obviously the audio podcast. But uh, keep doing we it. always appreciate your views and your comments. Uh we do. One Piece, very popular video on YouTube. Thank you, Normies, once again. Keep saying it. Watching we love that. our One Piecers. And that's right. One Piecers out there. Anime <laughs> fans, we love you. One please. Piece. You know, that's One right. Piece. Absolutely. Thriller Bark, very scary arc in One Piece. All right. Uh-huh. Based on uh, the Michael Jackson stuff. All right. That's right. Uh, we've been your host. Thank you again. Hit subscribe at Normies underscore like underscore us, as we always ask you to. Check out our other past spooky episodes and write in. We want those lists of what you've been watching, too. If you manage to do the 31 Days of Halloween as well, let us know. Otherwise, we have been your hosts. This is a creepy Colin. Mortuary Mike. <laughs> and this is Jeepers Creepers Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, have you ever seen the movie Jeepers Creepers with Justin Long? No, I need oh, to. Though. That's your list wow. next year. We'll do it. It's on there. <laughs> All right. Love Justin. All right, Normies. Bye. Jinkies. We'll catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. A fortnight. <sighs>